BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Post Game Show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post Game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. what's up everybody welcome on in happy wednesday one and all we are sports take jacob sports youtube network three hours of power coming your way with the three amigos what's up william what's up dang what's up jim g what's up john what's up sweens what's up m bay i'll even give a niners all damn day a little love uh look at you Yes, Sean. What's up, everybody? We appreciate you. We appreciate you. What's up, Gunner? What's up, Barrett? How we doing? Hello, to go. I want to stop the show right here for just a moment. Um, there's a little something that's been dis- distressing me lately. Oh, okay. Um, as you as you uh, know, uh, I have tried to be a much kinder, gentler version of myself, uh, starting uh, after go. the new year. <laughs> And, um, you know, we do these daily pre-show meetings at 11 a.m. every day. And, you know, I've tried to close out each pre-show meeting with a positive comment. Well, lately, I've noticed that before I could spit out the entire positive comment of the day, uh, that guy up there will say, here we go again. It clicks me off right away. (laughs) You mean that guy? That guy. The guy guy in the top box. Not not, not this guy. Not you. That guy up there next to me. And, you know. It, it's a little bit dis- disheartening at times because, you know, I'm trying to be a, a better D-gun, Gunner, Derek, you know, and this guy won't I'm let trying me. Trying to be a better D-gun. <laughs> trying to be a this better guy. D-gun, Derek, Gunner. Yeah, you, th- it's hard to be three better people. <laughs> maybe, maybe one or it's two out of three. One, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard enough to be – you're right, Barry. It's hard to be better as one person, but let alone three. I mean, he shovels it on. So he it's shovels deep. it. It's, I'm on. already like, like trying to like, like a straw. I'm trying to breathe out of it. It's deep. It's, it's, it's just amazing that oh. he won't let me try. At least I'm trying. I'm trying something different here. All right, Barrett, you know? be nice to Derek today. He's, 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 I he think don't hurt you, his feelings. 
<laughs> I think we need I'm a consultation very... with Mama Brooks. <laughs> all right. First of all, we're already ahead of the game. Barrett's not blue today. Okay. Right. He's actually, right. He's in Technicolor or whatever we call it. I'm blue. I call it Blue's Clues. <laughs> yeah. And you guys want me to be nice. See? I know. See, I know. Yeah, we can't we can't come out calling him the Blue Man Group or Blues Clues and expect him to be nice. Come on, right, right. why not? All right, Rock, it's called getting your shot in before he gets his in. Good point. Good point out of you, Derek. Um, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I know. I know. What you, what you saying, Derek? What you saying, Derek? I'm just saying that this is a show where you know you two like to take excessive shots at me, and I try to retaliate occasionally. And you know, it's it's imperative sometimes that. You know, you get your shot in before the opposition gets their shot in. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> get them before they get you. Exactly. <laughs> all right. I have a question for both of you guys. Okay. I'm, str- I'm struggling today with this. Okay? okay. And it's only Wednesday, which means I'm in big trouble Thursday, Friday, Saturday into Sunday. Did you take I'm Maggie having- off again? Well, that's a that's a given. I mean, I, <laughs> does the day end in a Y? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's a given. The doghouse is where I reside, my friend. <laughs> it's called the Rob House. We don't call it. The <laughs> I don't even mean that. That's just un- that, uh, that's stated already. My my issue is I yes. don't know how I'm getting to Sunday. I'm already in like I mean? need this game to happen like now mode, and I'm I'm admittedly in big trouble. Like I was like that last week. Yeah. And today is just Wednesday, bro. I know. It's not good. Well. At least this game is going to be. Oh, 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 I'm sorry, Derek. I'm very what? sorry that you think that I'm. I'm. I've been mean to you or bad to you or anything. I, you know, I, I apologize for that. I, I, I just had something to do. That's all. I just had something to do real fast. <laughs> oh, but like I was saying though, oh, you're right, man. I mean, it's going to be an exciting game, man. But I, you know what? Let me let me start off by saying this. Everybody need to stop, man, with the BS. Everybody What's, need to stop, man. I want them to keep that same energy they had when they were saying that, they, um, that the, the, the Niners were the best team in the NFL. Keep that same energy. Keep that same type of swag that you guys say, oh, oh, the Niners are the best team in the league. Uh, the Niners' defense is this. Oh, they're doing that. Keep that same stuff. Just because we beat up on the Giants team does not you know, give you guys an excuse to don't go back to the Niners. Keep that same type of energy. Because me and the birds, we going in and we're gonna take that and use that and harness that. All for I mean for the past month, everybody been talking about how good this 49ers team is. I mean, we could we can't even compete with this Niners team. The defense is too good. Look the way Brock Purdy is playing. Keep that same energy. Don't try to get on a bandwagon now. The, who, 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 said Eagles, who said Eagles can't compete with? Everybody I didn't talk to, everybody I didn't I didn't I've been listening to. That's why I've been so pissed. Really? Off. Have I not been pissed off about everybody talking about the Niners? Man, you get pissed up, pissed off when you don't get a box of White Castle frozen burgers. Man, don't take know, too much I, to get wired up. You know, that's what I actually what I had to do. I had to go down and give me some White Castle. See, I, see what I mean? I, you know, I, mean? I did. I, you know, and I, you know what I do? I take I take three of the packs. They come in. They come in. You, you buy them in a box, and it, it comes three packs in a box. It's like five bucks, and you take it and you take one of the bun tops off, oh, and you put it in the air fryer. Cook it in the air fryer. You got to make it good. Cook it in the air fryer. <laughs> then you take the two sliders and stack them on top of each other. 
a pull of mustard on it, and that's one burger. So you end up with three burgers, three double cheeseburgers. And that's the best way to eat them, bro. That's How did we get here? How did we well, get I mean, you got, yeah, Derek said, you know, he's talking just, about, Why are you teeing him up for this, Derek? No, I just said it doesn't take much to set him off. It doesn't. I mean. And, and suddenly we're back into White Castle. I don't know what you did. <laughs> but, I mean, seriously, seriously. Nobody has been with me on this about this Niners team. Nobody. You know, I, I will me. say this. I, I, I will say guy, that. I'll give you props. You, you have. Now, we'll see how the game plays out. Right, you know, right, exactly. But, I could be wrong. It's two left shoes, and they beat our ass. I don't. I mean, that might be the case. But I'm telling you, since the beginning, yes. I've been saying that that Niners team is not as good the way everybody's talking. So I'm, I'm just here to say, y'all keep that same energy. That's all I'm saying. Keep that same energy. I like that because at this point, we using that. The team is using that. They're using all that. Okay. You know, say Jalen Hurts like, oh, okay, oh Fred Warner, okay, I got you. All right, Fred Warner, yeah, you know. He, he's pretty good. Yeah. Nick Bosa. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He's good. You know, but like I said, everybody just keep that same energy. We ready to go. You, you well, are anything you, you are. You are consistent. You are a model of consistency. I will say that you good, bad or indifferent. Good, bad yes. or indifferent. You, you stick Rob, by your guns. And we'll Rob, find to, out. Do, to directly answer your question. The easiest way to go about this is to find a multitude of distractions to get you through the week, home projects, you have radio shows, uh, go out, go shopping, go walk around the mall. I played pickleball uh, early this morning. It helped. I'm out. See, you see what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, but see that you gotta have, you gotta have, you have to stack your day. See pickleball, it just releases that initial pressure. But see, then you have nothing else to do today and it slowly builds up and That's then true. you're cagey. You get like that guy over there. You know, to where your top steam starts yeah, coming off yeah, the top. All of afternoon, I'm going to be thinking about matchups and see, yeah. See, it's like, right, yeah. right, 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 right. I, I, I got up this morning, set my alarm clock for eight o'clock. Was downstairs in the basement, had me a nice little workout. You know, an hour right, workout. Right. I did cardio for forty five minutes, and I did quick shoulder workout, buys and tries. Uh, you know, for for, for twenty thirty minutes, jumped on yeah. the call with you guys. As I finished jumping on yeah. the call with you guys, hung 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 up on you guys, and it went. Got yeah, my hung three up white, on me. Yeah. Got my three white <laughs> got my three white castles, double cheeseburgers. Came up here. Now I'm ready to do battle. I'm ready to I go. Like it. Let's go. Wait, did, like did you it. leave? Did you leave the house to go get them or you already had them in the freezer? I already got them in the freezer, baby. He's ready. Oh, man. Barrett's prepared. Yeah. So I, I keep I keep me a box. I keep me a couple boxes in the in the freezer. And how many come in a box? Like eight? And there's no, it's only it's only it's it's three. It's it they come in. A, a sleeve, a little double pack, the two cheeseburger, two sliders in each little pack, and they come in packs of three. Now they do have a pack where you get the big pack, and I usually go get them. But I, I mean, I, I just went to um, Rite Aid when I came home today. I mean, came home last night. I went by Rite Aid, and Rite Aid had them in there, and I got you know they had four packs left, Rob? so I got all four of them. Rob, and you hear this? I... He bought burgers from Rite Aid. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> So, you know, I got them, you know, Rite Aid's right around the corner from my house. So I got them. Came Your Rite Aid sells burgers? Right yeah, so yeah, in, in, in a freezer right sale. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys don't have a freezer sale, you can buy ice cream. Ice cream is expensive, though. It's like $8 for ice cream. Yeah, I ain't buying no ice cream from Rite Aid. Uh, you know what I can't find? Speaking of that, first of all, everything is jacked up. The prices are insane. Uh, I, I mean, you can't get out of there without spending insane amounts of money, right? Right, right. I can't find the pickles I used to like. Bro, my daughter right now, she's oh. talking about pickles. She wants to soak 
her chicken and pickles. I can't get pickles. my pickles, man. Oh, she's Dude, having cravings. Yes, yes. Dude. My daughter, my daughter's pregnant. My youngest daughter, you know. Oh, John. thank you, thank you, thank you. And, Wait, China's um, pregnant. My girl's yes. pregnant. Yeah, hey, you yeah, didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's exciting, man. So wow. you know, she's 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 craving. She's craving. Um, she's so she wants to. She's downstairs trying to make um, what do they call it? Um, Chick Fil A burgers. I mean, Chick Fil A oh, yeah. sandwich. sandwiches. Oh, yeah. I with, guess with they the soak it in pickle juice. Yes, but they yes. soak it in pickle juice first. Yeah, I can't. So I, I like I the like Heinz hamburger pickles. Yeah, like those are good. They're really good. There's another <laughs> brand which I'm not going to give the name of, and I bought them because I was just jonesing for pickles, and they stink, man. <laughs> okay, really? I'm not going to give the name. They're not good. And I'm I'm out unless it's Heinz. I'm not doing anything else pickle-wise. I'm but. glad you said that, Ralph, because there's certain products, like peanut butter, certain chips, yes. that once you have a taste for them you're most of your life, that's what you want. You're but dead see, on. My, my, my daughter, Tina. Tina, by the way, celebrating her birthday today. My, my, Happy my middle birthday, kid. Tina. Yeah. Happy birthday, up. Tina. And she will finish up her second college degree this summer. Wow. This summer. Yeah. yeah. She'll have a good, uh, second degree in computer science. Um, but she, she likes to go to... I don't want to say it. She likes to go to Aldi's, and Aldi's has love great Aldi. products, great products. But some they have a lot of these name brands you ain't never heard before. They right? have Bobo products too, as yeah. we like what? to call them, Bobos. What? Is, why? What Bobos? What's that? Like fake. You know. Okay. What I mean. You know. They, okay. Remember when you so, were a kid? Yeah. And you you, you wanted like a Coca Cola, yeah. and it would be like the yeah. the, the store the the, the supermarket yes. brand. Yeah. Like you ever see you see the Eddie Murphy routine when it, you know his mom. His mom, his mama would make hamburgers, and it wasn't yes. McDonald's. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you come home, you'd be like, "Fred's soda? What is this?" Yeah, yeah. Or, like, or Mountain, it's not Mountain Dew, it's Mountain Mist. Yeah, Mountain Mist. <laughs> yes. See, and I love shopping at Aldi for certain things, but when it comes to like Oreos, potato chips, you it's know, nice peanut now. butters, nice. things like things like that, it's like it's not the same taste. So my kids say I'm bougie because I'm like, hey, uh, yeah, it's okay, but it's not. Yeah. It ain't Jeff. It, 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 no, I'm not. It's that I have an acquired taste for certain things. Now, you're talking about foods you cannot find. I'm glad you brought that up because last week, you know, we have, you know, five adults living in my house. So we buy, when we buy dozens of eggs, you know, whether it's my daughter, oh, my wife, eggs, I, man. We'll, buy, we'll buy six, five, six cartons at a time, right? Man, last week, $5 a carton of eggs? Insane. And so I went to BJ's. This one, I go to two different BJ's, and the one I went to, the entire eggs uh, cooler was cleaned out. I've never seen that before in my life. Now I went back the other day and it's restocked again. But five dollars for a carton of eggs? You see, I mean, you used to pay seventy nine cents a buck ninety nine. I'm yeah. like, man, somebody that's highway robbery, bro. It's absurd. You got to really? go to. You got to go to. Um, like when you go to Walmart, we buy those that that. It's like. Four dozen eggs in a box. Yes. Five dozen eggs in a box. Yes, that's still like nineteen, twenty dollars, man. Yes, yeah. Yes. You gotta yeah. buy it that way, bro. It's, it's, it's crazy my, how much my, stuff is. I get my eggs at Aldi. They still have a yeah. decent price. It's so. ridiculous. Well, let me ask this then. So, so oh. in, in saying that, yeah, has the dog's diet changed since this this increase in and in, um and in, in, in what you paying for food? Because your dogs eat bougie, man. Like your dogs, he takes he this week. That's, that's my wife. That's my wife. They, I ain't got nothing to do with this. He got to go buy. Wife. He's got to go buy the rotisserie chickens from Walmart. They it used to be like five ninety five. Them joke is like eight dollars and ninety nine cent now what? for for the rotisserie chickens now. No, B, BJ's is still four ninety nine. That's why I keep going back. Oh, see, I gotta it's go to BJ's. Yeah, you gotta go to well, BJ's, bro. 
I went to uh, I went to uh, what is it called? Um, 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 uh, Shoprite, and they like eight ninety nine now. So he what? takes that. He yeah, he goes and gets the chi- the um, the rotisserie chicken. It's already cooked, and then he takes and he he takes all the meat off of it for his dogs and put them in individual packs. Uh, quart, quartz gets, bags, quartz bags that are in the freezer. Yes. So then he takes that. He wakes up to feed his dogs. He's got to scramble some eggs. Oh my god! Take that chicken, mix the chicken in with the dog food, and that's how I, that's what his dogs eat. Now, has their diet changed? Uh, no, because now, now see, a very something. My wife is the one. She does a get this, Rob. She does a soft, like sunny side up egg because the <laughs> one the dog. Dog, hold up. Oh, oh yeah, because the one dog loves the yolk on his egg, right? The chihuahua, <laughs> the twelve pound chihuahua, loves the yolk on his egg. So oh, she, when she when she occasionally. We sprinkle now. Take not only do we take all the meat off the chicken, she has this special blender. She puts it in and we blend it to cut it up real fine, and then we bag it in freezer bags. So I got like 12, 15 bags in the freezer. We pull one out every three or four days because we feed three dogs here, right? Oh my god! So we sprinkle a little chicken on this dog food. Oh, by the way, the dog food comes from Trader Joe's. It's called holistic canine food. What? Yes. You think I'm kidding? Do you 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 think I'm kidding? Ten ninety nine for a bag of dog food. Okay, oh and they're not that big to be honest. So when I go to Trader Joe's, I gotta buy like four or five bags of these dog food. Okay, so I get the dog food. They have the holistic dog food. Oh, by the way, we buy the Trader Joe's organic chicken broth as well, and then we get the egg. And I don't do the eggs, but sometimes, like this morning, I fed the dogs that everybody had to leave early. I had to take a hot dog and cut it up real fine and put it in there with the scrambled egg. And I don't do the eggs usually. I just use the chicken broth and the chicken. You'll go put over this dry food. But, I, you know, I felt I was in a good mood today, you know, before I talked to Barrett at 11 o'clock. I was in a great mood, okay? Um, and I spring, I did a soft scramble, you know, egg over easy, and that dog ate it up like she was eating caviar, okay? Both of them. But, oh. yes, yes, Rob, yes. Okay. Th- these dogs are on a special diet because sometimes my wife will make, she will take um, the bones from chickens. She, makes, she uses the bones from chickens and puts it in her crock pot and, and she will cook the bones for hours until the marrow comes out of the bones. And that's how she makes, I can't give away all the ingredients, part of her homemade chicken soups. But right, we take right, the, we right, take the right. breast, we take the breast meat. And by the way, speaking of chickens, rotisserie chickens, if you ever bought chickens from BJ's, these are the biggest chickens I've ever seen. They got muscles like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I ain't never seen chickens like this. <laughs> but it's supposed to be um, no chemicals, no all that stuff. They're supposed to be like, you know, like well-fed chickens, but these are, I'm telling you, these are baby free, turkeys. These ain't no free, free range. Yeah, that's it. Free range. Free turkey. range, free graze. You, yeah. know what I, you know what I'll say? I don't care. You can lock them suckers up in a room. I don't give a dag on. I, I'm going to eat them. I you know what I'm saying? You. They ain't got to be free range. Free what? <laughs> I don't care. Lock them up in a room. Make them prices go down. Boy, I tell you, man, food costs way too much now. Yeah, Hamburger hey, meat, man. Hamburger meat, $5 a pound now. What? Hey, yeah. five, five. Exactly. Look, is. man, my, my income is not going up to meet the cost of living nowadays. <laughs> I was like, somebody got to move. Somebody moving yeah. out. It ain't me. So, so somebody uh, got to go and take your dogs with you. <laughs> uh, agreed. Out. Agreed. Um, all right. Let's hit a couple <laughs> things. Non, right. oh. non-food. Like wise. I said, keep that same energy. I hear you. I love the Niners. Keep I that hear same that. energy. So a couple things uh, here. Um, the pl- offensive player of the year is, is out. AP, it's Hertz, okay. Jefferson, Mahomes. Uh, Hertz, Jefferson, Mahomes. These are the candidates, right? Yeah. 
Okay, Hurst, Jefferson, Mahomes. Okay. Yes, a- NFL MVP uh, finalist. I'm sorry, that's the that's the MVP. Yeah, the MVP final. That that's the offensive player of the year. Now the MVP okay. finalists: Hurts, Jefferson, Patrick Mahomes, Hurst, um, Jefferson, Mahomes. Okay. Allen, Burrow. Hurts, Jefferson, Mahomes, Allen, Burrow. Now everybody except Jefferson is a quarterback, obviously. Right. Um, so. You know, not bad. I, I don't have a big beef with, with those guys. Um, so that's what we have so far. That's that's that makes sense, right? So um, I would say take take Allen off the MVP. You can take him off. Yeah, the way he, I, I don't think he. You're right. He's the guy I would. I, if if any of those, it's absolutely Allen that goes. Yeah, me. yeah, absolutely. Here's where there's some issue with people. Coach of the year. Yeah, it's Dable, Dable Shanahan, Shanahan, Peterson. Peterson. So the guy who That's, won the most games in football, Nick Sirianni, is not up for coach of the year. What? Nope. Man, that's total disrespect. Once again, Philadelphia yep. getting total disrespected again. I, I've been asking this question for months. Yep. Why is Philadelphia always disrespected when it comes to the sports teams? I don't Why? understand. And nobody can give me a definitive answer to this day. And I ask a lot of people I ask are native Philadelphians like Rob Ellis who's a great sports historian when it comes to his hometown, but nobody, and that's not a knock against anybody, but nobody can ever give me a definitive answer. Why Philadelphia is always disrespected when it comes to sports. 14 and three, uh, two of the losses are without Jalen hurts best record overall in football home field advantage uh, has made the playoffs his first two years. And I get that last year doesn't have anything to do with this year, but all he did was win the most games in football this year. That's all. and That's he's all. not worthy of even being on the list of candidates. That this isn't who's you know we're not saying winner. This is just who's up for it. He's not even up for it. There's three choices, and it's Dable, who had a great year in New York, Peterson, who did an amazing job turning the Jags around, and Shanahan, who's done an amazing job too. I'm not dissing any of the three, but he should be on a list for for Coach of the Year. Sorry, it's just wrong. It's very wrong, man. Because why? First of all, I think he got snubbed last year also. Yes, you know what I'm saying. To bring a team that was that was uh, two and five, and end the season in the playoffs, is is a is a miracle in itself. He was able to resurrect his team, and get his team into the playoff, and they started at two and five. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. So this year he has the best record in the He goes has the best record in the and the and the two two of the games he lost, his quarterback wasn't playing. Right. But yet he's not. Come on now. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, it's crazy. So, all right, let me hit you with the other ones and we'll you get, give me your reaction. So, I, I mentioned MVP. It's Allen Burrow, Hurts, Jefferson, Mahomes, Offensive Player of the Year. Hurts, Jefferson, Mahomes. Those three for the Offensive Player of the Year. Hurts, Jefferson, Mahomes. Those, you know what? I will say this. Those three, th- that's a debate that could go on for days. Yeah. You know, you can Good lose. choices, I think. Yes. Yeah. Well, you look at Jefferson. What did Jefferson say before the season? I'm going to be the best receiver in the NFL this year, right? And didn't he finish number one in receiving yards? Yes. Okay, so he he backed up what he said, and he had at least two, three games, including a game against the Eagles, where he was a non-factor. Yes. You know, and he still emerged as the number one receiver in the league. So I can't argue there. Obviously, Hurts. We you know we don't have to go. Hurts. We can talk about all day. And Mahomes is Mahomes. You know exactly. I mean, so you you. I, whoever they decide on in that regard for that one, I can't, I'm I can't good. frown either way. You know With what I'm saying? you. No yeah. issue there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, defensive player of the year. Okay. Nick Bosa, Chris Jones, 
Micah Parsons. Now, could I squabble a little bit that Hassan Reddick should be in there? <clears throat> I guess so. I, I don't have a huge problem with this one either. Okay, well, no. here's, my, here's my problem. How is Micah Parsons in there ahead of Reddick? It's more How many games will that do to most of Yeah, I know, because it is I more know. than sacks. He affects his the tackles, run game. His ta- tackles for loss, yeah. I get that. But still, you can't even he, – he should at least be on the list. Yeah, right. I, I got you. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, I, it's hard for me to gripe because I, I think this year he has a complete game now. It, it's, it's not a farce now. You know, last last two years when he had double-digit sacks. Yeah, well, he was – You a, could a say that they came in – yeah, and they came in grows like – they came in just a group in one game. In one game, he had six sacks against uh, the Giants. Right. In one game. Yeah. Th- this has been four more throughout the year. Yeah. This I, has I, been steady. I mean, one thing I think he gets uh, not enough love for is forced fumbles in person. Yes. Um, strip sacks. Yep. Strip sacks. So, all right. So, uh, I, I think you can beef Reddick there a little bit, but okay. Um, comeback I'm, player of the year Saquon. Saquon. Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey and Geno Smith. See, I've see they got to expand that list, dude. How do you not have Brandon Graham on there? After he came Double back from that corner, thirty-four off an Achilles. Yep. See, the other three candidates, I don't have a problem. Geno is a great story. Didn't Christian lose most of his two thousand twenty-one? Two years. Yeah, he only played like five or six games over yeah. the yeah. course of two yeah. years. Yep. Okay, so I can't argue with that one. The season he's come back with for two teams in the same season. So I can't. But you got to expand that list, man. Come yeah. on. Yeah, seriously, three, three, three feels pretty short to me, um, for sure. Uh, offensive rookie of the year, Brock Purdy, Kenneth Walker, and Garrett Wilson. I got to take Purdy off that list because Bert Purdy's only played like seven games, eight games. I need That's to, true. That, that that list has to be for somebody who's been there from start to finish, or at least the majority of the games. Right, Kenneth, right. Kenneth Walker. I can't complain about Kenneth Walker. Yes, uh, Garrett ball. Wilson's a bad boy. I can't complain about him, but you, yeah. can, I can't, I can't put Purdy on there. I, I, I would say this next category is the one I probably have the least issue with. Defensive okay. Rookie of the Year, defense. Sauce rookie. Gardner, Aiden Hutchinson, Whew. and Tariq Woolen, who had an amazing year for the Seahawks. No question, I, he's tied. He's tied ooh. right now with CJ GJ for, yeah. for interception. I, I'm good. All I'm ooh. good there. Personally, I don't have a problem with any of those guys. No, I don't. But uh, if, when it comes down to the final, if if Sauce Gardner doesn't get it, it's a crime. How many rookies do you know come out as a rookie and shut people down, shut down the side of a field his rookie year? I don't even think Dion did that as a rookie. Right. Yeah, listen, I hear you, man. The dude's a beast. I mean, he is a beast. Sauce now, is the man. Assistant coach of the year, Ben Johnson, the Lions offensive coordinator. Yeah, okay. D'Amico Ryans, who's the Niners defensive coordinator, and Shane okay. Steichen, who's the Eagles offensive coordinator. I have I, I, that's another one. You, we can debate that all day. I, I can't, I can't be mad at any any one of those three. I right? Can't. Yeah. I, I look. I, if if I had, I think you could definitely argue Brandon Graham for uh, comeback player of the year. I yeah. I don't know how Nick Sirianni with fourteen regular season wins is not I don't on, a, on a coach of the year. Either. Sorry, I don't either. I, I now people will say, well, Andy Reid is 14 and three, but you know what? Andy Reid's team has been there every year. So it's not like, you know, that part of part of the criteria for that is how much your improve team has improved from when, one year to the next. And Sirianni's team improved by five wins, you know, from one year to the next. And oh, by the way, was the number one seed in the NFC. Mm-hmm. You know, Andy Reid's team wins 12, 13 games every year. So right. I can understand why he's not on the list, but 
you know, Sirianni not being that's a crime, dude. See again, total disrespect for Philadelphia. Philadelphia right. getting jacked again. I don't get it. I just don't understand it. Yeah, I don't get it either. It's hard to fathom. Um, so that's where you know all all of that is. I'm glad Jalen got his. You know, there's respect there for Jalen, whether it's offensive player or uh, yes, yes, you know MVP. MVP. Yep. So I'm glad for that. Uh, I definitely think you could argue Sirianni. You could argue Brandon Graham. I don't really think Hassan anybody else. And Hassan, Hassan. Hassan, you're right, Barry. Hassan. I, I would say you could argue those guys um, for sure. So that, I just throw those out there. Um, the other thing, and we'll get into this later, Scott Rowland got in the Hall of Fame. Scott Rowland, who played here for the Phillies, started his career, was the Rookie of the Year with the Phillies in 1997. Look, here's the thing. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer personally. I think he falls into the very good, not great category. Um, mm. I, I, I truly believe that. I don't. I, I think he was a force defensively. I think he was a really solid hitter. Yeah. But I I watched his entire career, and he's not great to me. My, when yeah. my eyeballs tell me you're not great, you don't belong in the Hall of Fame. They've cheapened it, so he gets in because somebody has to get in. He's the only one who got in, by the way. You know, again, good credentials, seven time All Star. Played 17 years, won eight gold gloves. He was a part of the Cardinals team that won it in 06. He's really good. I don't think well, he's great. I, I just I, I just look at it from from the Cardinals side, you know, because you know I'm a, I was a St. Louis fan growing up, and right, yeah. he was damn good with the yeah. Cardinals, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, but I don't know if it was Hall of Fame worthy, you know. But I mean, it's interesting because you look at it. How many third basemen are in a Hall of Fame? Yeah, really. It's not a lot, man. No, it's not a lot. How many times was he up for the Hall of Fame before he finally got in? He was up a couple times. Uh, I don't know exactly how many, but yeah, he was up a couple times. It's, it's so, it's very weird the way it works. And if you don't get a certain amount of votes, you get bounced, you know, off of it. And then you have to go on to the, to the veterans like committee (sighs) thing and all that. And then of course there's all the steroid, you know, HGH stuff and, you know, guys every year are passed over because of it. And, you know, that, and that becomes a whole thing. It's 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 so I always say this. It's so weird the way we look at football and the way we look at baseball. We look at football like if you test yeah. positive for a PED, yeah. you're like, all right, it's only four games. Good. Is he right, back then? Right, good. Right. Go. Right. 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 And, right. and by the way, I don't blame you because you're out there taking you know, in, in a car accident every play. So do what you got to do. Right. And then baseball, it's like, oh, <sighs> my God, like yeah. this guy is just you, suspend you know, him 80 games, 90 games. Even, yeah. Like, you know. Throw him in the corner, man, and, and you know it's whatever. It, it's very different points of view. I Let me ask you this: That's why, like, I don't think Lane Johnson. Like, I don't think. He, that, do you guys think that's going to be against him when he come his time comes? I, uh, I honestly don't. By the time I don't, I don't. no, I don't. I think he's kind of. So. I, I forgot all about the ten game suspension. Actually, yeah. Um, and I, I mean, because now he's doing it the right way. You know, you watch him; he works his butt off the all season. He's a maniac season. in the off season, yeah. Right. So you know, he's learned how to. But he, he was doing it before because he was a tight end, moving to tackle. He just didn't have any. He didn't have enough weight. He didn't have an ass to be out there playing tackle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so now he's confident in what he what he is. So <laughs> he's good now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, seriously, he just they say that about me, but I'm not trying to make it in the NFL. Right, it, right, right, right. So you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, Lane is um I, I think that's kind of that's kind of out the picture now. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm just, glad. I, I'm glad. I, I, I also think I'm, there will be a sympathetic element towards Lane because he right. publicly came out and talked about the battles he's gone through with the depression right. and things like that. And then to come back and to have that stat that we talk about weekly, not giving up a stack a sack over two years. 
crazy. You know, I, I don't think that's ever been done before. So I think his overall body of work is – and now think about this. He's an older offensive lineman. He's not yet doing this as a younger offensive lineman. He's line. definitely in the older category now. Yeah, yeah well, him, him, and, um, him and Kelsey haven't yeah. given up at the past yes. two years of yes. no sacks. Yeah, the run that those two are on is uh... – Bro, it's it's ridiculous. We, we have become it. spoiled. Yeah, we yes. are so spoiled at this point because, like, I like I, that's a lot of the reason why I'm going into this game against the 49ers so confident because mm. after Bosa, the next guy that has the most sacks is, has five sacks, and he may not even play. Um, mm. you know what's his name? Uh, Nick Bosa is Bosa. a machine. Yeah, he is a machine. But it's a machine that, you know, you could kind of let that, you know, you can let that happen with those two tackles. You know what I'm saying? You can let, with our two tackles, you know, it's, it's not going to be as easy as it was last. Hold last. that thought back because I want to get your game plan uh, generally, but I want to tell I want to hear what you do to just not let Bosa get crazy. Okay. So I want to get into right. uh, how you can go him. Going back to Roland for just a moment, how does he yeah. get in the Hall of Fame before Jimmy Rollins? Uh, yeah. This is what I'm talking about. I mean, if you're, your, wow. eyeballs, your eyeballs wow. watch Jimmy Rollins and your yes. eyeballs watch Scott Rowland. I'm sorry. And I know people don't view Jimmy as a traditional leadoff hitter because his on-base percentage wasn't high, and I, right. I get that. But, but hey, Rob, yeah. you saying that, you saying that made that look in my head. And we're not looking at it from a, a fishbowl perspective either. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because we, we, <clears throat> we as Philly fans, we kind of look at things in our way. And how we see things, how we perceive things, just like how we see Jalen Hurts. It took a while for everybody else to see Jalen Hurts the way we see him. Right. To see Jimmy Rollins, I mean, he, he's in the World Series. You know, he was he was part of the big three to help us get there. He was integral in everything about that run. That I mean, for like a six or seven year run, he was like one of the best lead offensive shortstops in in the league. Yeah, it, it's it, yeah. and the other yeah. thing is everybody. Roland was a great fielder. Okay. But yes, he so was. was Jimmy. So was Jimmy Rollins. Jimmy Rollins yes, he was, was a machine at shortstop. Yes, he was. Yes, he so, was. You know, it's I. I don't know, Derek. To answer your question, That's I. Unbelievable. I, uh, I think it's. I think it's the old school thought of your leadoff hitter has to have the high base per, on base percentage. And right, Jimmy did. Jimmy would. Jimmy had pop, so Jimmy was going to yeah. strike out sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it, he was just different in in that role. But people have their their minds stolen bases. What something looks like exactly. Exactly, yeah. Barrett. Yeah. Hey, real, real quick, uh, quick Scott Rowland story. So, you know, we, we all came here from different parts of the country, started right. Comcast Sports in at 97. So the first couple of years, you know, we all had to cross cover a lot of, you know, everything. So, you know, when football season was over, I would end up going to spring training a lot of times for like, you know, five, seven, eight days. Then I'd cover the early part of the Philly season. So I got to know Scott Rowland. So one day I'm out of King of Pressure Mall. This was like a year after, a little over a year after we got here. My wife and I are out shopping at King of Pressure Mall out there. And um, I'm sitting out on the bench because, you know, when she starts shopping, man, I ain't walking all these stores. I'm I'm just, I do the same thing. You know, I need a break. I'm done. Go, I'm done. Go crazy. Yeah. So so I, I'm, sit, I'm sitting on a, a, a bench out there. I heard this voice behind me. Hey, Gunner. I turn around, Scott Rowland and his girlfriend. So I'm right. yucking it up. We're just talking for a minute. My wife comes out of a store. And, you know, my wife is a marginal sports fan in general. And I don't know why. I just assumed. So she comes walking up and say, hon, this is Scott Rowland. You know, and she goes, oh, are you a producer? And I'm like, oh, jeez. Oh, That's great. And she did the same thing the first time I ever introduced her to McNabb. She goes, 
Are you Derek's photographer? Oh, and they were my both God. great guys about they were both so fucking good. They both laughed and yucked it up. That's a hunt. He's a quarterback in the Eagles. She goes, Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. That's so awesome, man. I love it. Boy, look, look, how about the first time I meet him? And 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 she kind of looks at Derek like, Derek. He's nothing like the way you said. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, he's much nicer than you said he was. Yeah, yeah. You said all that bad stuff about him. So, and there's also one time, and I, you know, and, and I only tell these stories because I got her approval. So I'm out covering the Eagles. We were in Arizona, and that was a year when the Eagles stayed at this beautiful resort. And I mean, spa. They had this. They had this like river where you could actually take a boat, a man-made river that ran through the complex. You can just take one of these little paddle boats and just, you know, cruise. You know, it's like hot and stuff. Oh, so my awesome. wife was already in California, um, four hours away in California visiting her family. So one of her cousins drove her over. And so she could spend the weekend with me and do the spa and all that stuff. Right. And so uh, we were in the hotel lobby in Big Dom. And Barry, you know, Big Dom is bigger than Barry. Yeah, he's not yeah. taller than Barry, but he's bigger than Barry, right? And Big, big Dom, Dom is the big, Eagles head of security for people yeah. who don't know. He's a big so, dude who's always standing near the coach. Oh, and he is a big dude. Oh, he's yes. a big dude. You know, and yep. he's in his he's in his 40s and he looks like he's in his 20s. He's got this baby face. So, you know, we're in the lobby and I'm uh, and I'm trading barbs with Big Dom. We're just talking. My wife comes down. I said, hon, this is Big Dom. She goes, oh, you're Big Dom. She runs over and gives him a hug like she's known forever. And I'm like, back <laughs> off him. You don't like him that much. Back off. <laughs> and Dom's hugging her like, Dom, I, I don't know. I mean, he was real nice about it, but man, she gives you some of these comical moments. I'm like, "Huh, you got to watch more sports and listen closely to what I'm telling you more, please." So now she sits on the couch with me, and she'll ask me about Downs' situation in the football. I'm like, who is this woman? You know, I don't right. even know. She really watches football like that. Usually, oh, awesome. I love it. Oh my god! All right, we'll, we'll get it. We'll sneak it a quickie. We come back. Game plan time. Barrett's going to break it down what the Eagles need to do here against the Niners on both sides of the ball. So we will get into that when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis on this Wednesday. Yes, we are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Right now, I want to tell you about Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group because finding the person to trust with your finances can be scary, right? And I was in the front of the line for a long time. So I want to help you find the right person, okay? That's Jim Murray and it's Principal Financial Group, whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, you're not really sure, you're not loving exactly what's going on there. Insurance review, maybe you're paying a little bit too much. You got a small business and you're trying to get your employee benefits off the ground. That's another resource that Jim can help you with. I know personally, I've entrusted my IRA, my 401k rollover to Jim, and I couldn't be any happier. You will be too. Give him a call. 610-996-4751. 610-996-4751. You could email him as well. Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot jim at principal.com that's murray dot jim at principal.com
My name is uh, Fran Salerno. I'm a managing director here at DelVal Insurance Group. Been in the business for over 36 years, saving people money on their insurance needs. Give us a call. Let us help you custom design an insurance plan that meets both your needs and budget. Since 1977, it's always been about you, the community, at Rafferty Subaru. And through the Subaru Love Promise, we prove we care by supporting charities like So Good Now. So Good Now helps kids in under-resourced areas by connecting them with student-athletes to serve as mentors. We remove barriers so athletes can help youth in the corners of our communities where light and love are needed most. When you choose Rafferty Subaru, you help organizations like So Good Now. It's all about you. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your social security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. With Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. everybody sports take jacob sports youtube network on this wednesday i'm rob ellis along with my pals d gun b brooks hanging out with you um hey a reminder gunner in the 130 segment we'll be taking yes. uh questions from the chat section so get your yes. questions prepared and be ready to fire right around 130 when we hit that segment so we're looking forward to we had some good ones yesterday we'll keep that rolling uh we're looking forward to that obviously we're talking a lot about the Eagles and the 49ers and getting you set and kind of looking ahead to that game on Sunday for sure. And uh, Gunnar, I looked at the line <clears throat> right before we came on today just to kind of see if there was any kind of movement. It stayed pretty firm. Eagles are still two and a half point favorites. Now that Cincinnati Ooh. line has dipped to one where Ooh. it was two, two and a half, which makes me believe Vegas feels like Mahomes likely to go. Is what I would exactly. guess. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. See, that one. They know something we don't know. See, when that line moved like that, I mean, I, that to me, that to me, that that's a that's a pick 'em game. To be yeah, honest, is. I mean, I understand Cincinnati's beat them three in a row. They don't, you know, KC doesn't have Tariq to, to open things up anymore, but yeah. they still found a way to win fourteen games with the revamped off uh, set of wide receivers. Mahomes is still – I'm telling you, when he stepped up in the pocket and threw that second-half touchdown, I'm like, 
how hurt is this dude? You know, because he limped off the field again after, he, you know. But here's something interesting. Patrick Mahomes led the NFL this season with uh, pass plays outside of the pocket with 117. Hmm. In the second half of that game this past Sunday, he was one of two. So he only threw two passes outside of the pocket. He kept everything in the pocket um, This with second half of this game. And so that offensive line still did an incredible job of protecting him to yeah. give him a chance to throw. And that offensive line is not a great offensive line, but, man, they did an incredible job keeping the heat off him to let him throw. Yeah, good point. Good point. All right. Let's uh let's dig into this, Barrett. Let's dig into the matchups here. And there are some there are some good ones. You know, there's no question about that uh in this game. Um, I want to start with this one. I want to start with the offensive side for the Eagles. And we're we're gonna get to how you, what you do with Bosa in, in in a little bit. But um the Eagles certainly can run the ball, and they ripped off 268 yards last week against the Giants. For the season, the Eagles were the fifth best running team in football, 147.6. They averaged 4.6 yards per carry, right? Niners were the second best team in football against the run, allowing only 77.7 yards per game, second most in the NFL, 3.4 per carry. So do you think the Eagles can run on them, Barrett? And do you think that they will stay committed to it in this game, which is always a big question uh, with the Eagles? The Eagles has never had a problem running on anybody. It's just whether they're going to do it or not. And that's there. There lies the problem. Once Shane Stackens, you know, commits to what he wants to do and run a ball, there's no team that could stop it. I mean, you know, for two years in a row, besides this year, the Saints have had the best run defense in the league, bar none. <clears throat> and they ran for over 200 yards on both times against that team. They can run the pill. They got the best offensive line in the NFL. So I think we sometimes forget how good this offensive line is, which dictates how good you run the ball. It's all it's all about whether they want to do it or not. Now Shane's going to see how much success everybody's having throwing the ball against the secondary of this team. But the thing is, you got to be able to block Bosa. They can block Bosa, so they'll be able to throw the ball consistently. But running a rock is what we need to do. And every time I talk about running the rock, everybody brings up, oh, they got Fred Warner, the best tackler in the world. I get it. He is good. But, damn it, we got the best center in the world who can block the best tackler in the world, which is Fred Warner. Mm -hmm. We specialize in our schemes at getting up on the second level and blocking linebackers. We have a patient running back that, that picks his holes and then explodes through them. His patience in running the ball, Miles Sanders is one of the best backs in the league. He doesn't even really get the opportunity that other backs get. He's an explosive player. He's a game changer. And when we get him going, that's when our offense gets going. So what do we need to do? Run the ball in between the tackles. Don't run to the outside. Don't allow those DBs, I mean, uh, the, the safeties um, to go up there and, and make a play. Because they do have one hell of a good safety, man. And like I said, you know, Hafanga. Hafanga reminds me a lot. He trains a lot with uh, Troy Palomaro. Reminds me a lot of him. But don't 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 try to you know outbox yourself out out you know out you know out coach just go out there and just dictate tempo by running the ball inside. If you try to run away from them, they're fast, they're yep. quick, yep. they'll get you. But if you run right at them, you can get past them then because this offensive line is good enough to blow them off the ball, stop penetration, 
get up on the second level, and next thing you know, we got 200 yards against the best defense and stopping the run. Mm-hmm. It's plain and simple how to just run right at them. Can you imagine Bosa lined up over Lane or lined up over <laughs> God, you know, forsake him trying to stop Jordan Malata coming off the ball and hitting him in the mouth? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's no way he can hold up against a 380-pound dude that's six foot eight. I know he's strong, but he's not that daggone strong. Mm. Just run right at them. Put it right up through and, and just run and pick your holes and get, get through there. Dickerson's one of the best guards in the league. Use them. Run in between the tackles. Don't try to run sideline to sideline. Run straight at them. Run draw plays. We, we call them um, run gap schemes where you you know double team the front side, pull the back side. Um, do things like that in which you could use your athletic talent on their guys. And next thing you know, they start getting up a little slower. That pass rush isn't coming off as, as good as it would. And, and I hope it is cold. I think it's supposed to be like 45 degrees. Uh, the weather's yeah. not going to dictate anything. Yeah, yeah. Still, run yeah. the rock on them. Get this cow, crowd going. because It's going to be warm, actually. 49 is the high on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But get the crowd into it. The crowd loves when you run the rock on them. Okay. Crown the rock, bro. All right. So I, I, then let's – do you think they'll use Warner as a spy on Jalen? If that's the case, how much does that open up for Goddard and or maybe a back out of the backfield if they that's, use him as a spy on Jalen? That's perfect because if they use him for a spy, I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't know. It, it's always a mismatch when you get a linebacker on Jalen Hurts. It's always a mismatch because he's faster than what you think. He's more elusive than what you think. Yes, Francis Warner is the best tackling linebacker in the league. But we have the best running quarterback in the league. He's thick, he's strong, 600-pound bench. It's not going to just be a cakewalk. He can run, man. So I think they will do that, which will open up the interior of the off um, of the defense. Now Dallas Goddard hanging around the middle. Oh, a game, a name we haven't talked about a lot, but could have a major impact on this game is actually uh what's his name? Uh 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 Dad going to um Pascal. Zach, no, Pascal. Zach yeah. Pascal, because of his blocking Ooh. ability? His blocking ability, and they're going to see him as a blocker. Next thing you know, the middle of the field, he just sits down on a little mm. route right over the, um, right over the, uh, the, you know, the, 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 the quarterback, hits him right there, boom. That's five yards there, boom, 10 yards there. Run the pill up the middle, then turn around, boom, Dallas Goddard on the outside. These guys complement each other very, very well because both of them are really good blockers, but they're also <clears> very, very good and catching the ball with their hands. You know, Pascal is not one of those guys, you know, you have to worry about him tipping the ball or not catching the ball. He's going to catch the rock because he gets few and far in between opportunities. We all know that if you got, I mean, Afonga is a good safety, but one-on-one against Dallas Goddard, he just can't, he, he can't do it, man, because he's bigger, stronger, and just as fast as he is. So, I mean, that, that'll be a great matchup uh, in the middle of the field going to him. All right, this is the biggie, and Gunner, jump into here. Um, Nick Bosa, 18 and a half sacks. We know he's a he can be a game wrecker, all right? What do you do to not let him be a game wrecker? What do you do to calm him? Is it as simple as Lane, go do your thing, or do you get Lane some help considering he's a little bit banged up? What do you do, and, and will they move him around, or is he strictly a, a one-side guy? I think he's just going to be a one-side guy, and he's going to be lined up over Bosa. Bosa's going to be lined up over Lane Johnson for most because right now Bosa's the guy that um, they would say is a little more frail than Jordan Malata. Yeah. So they'll give him an opportunity to rush him the most. 
what you do, you run the rock, pound him, and then all of a sudden go over their head and play action. We all know that they can't cover on the outside. They're not good enough to cover our receivers on the outside. Devontae Smith is going to have a field day. A.J. Brown is going to have a field day against their secondary. But you got to give Jaden a little time. And how do you do that? You run play action. You take, make that defense appear as though you're running. And just that slight second and you know that forces them to, all right, read it and then go, is all you need to get up on them and start blocking them. Then you got those guys over the outside that could just, you know, really, really have a great day. Uh, catching a rock, in the, you know, especially with slants, slant and go, sluggo routes, you know, combination routes on the outside. It'll be big for them. So, I mean, of course I'm saying run the rock, but they they looking at the, the secondary and be like, man, we can take advantage of these secondary guys. We can beat them all day long. In fact, if you look at statistically, I think they have more plays of 20 yards or more then probably half the end of um, half the league allowed mm-hmm. half the league. Their because, secondary gets beat. I mean, they're all they're, the they're, time. Yeah, their secondary is not great. They um, where did I have this? I have this somewhere in my notes. So I know you would. <laughs> okay, they've allowed seven 100 yard receiving games on the season. So they, they it's not like you know receivers haven't taken advantage of this. Right. Know, they, if, right. if you get time, the, the key is getting time. If, if you don't let Bosa wreck everything and you let your quarterback get a, get a little bit of time, you could beat the secondary. The secondary Easy. is not great. Easy. CeeDee Lamb mm-hmm. could have feasted against him if that rookie wasn't as bad as he was for Dallas. Yeah. He could have feasted on him. What do you think, Gunner? Plain and simple, you got to punch him in the mouth between the tackles because I, I agree with Barrett. I believe Bosa is going to stay on one side, but – which side will that be? I don't. Right. I, I'm not comfortable. If they if they go pass happy, pass happy more than run happy, I'm not comfortable with Bosa lining up on Malata. I think, and I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think Malata, as well as a few other guys, are better run blockers than setting up a pass block. Malata's been too inconsistent in terms of the pass blocking this year, and I don't want that to rear its ugly head in this particular game. And I don't want to have them have to have chip somebody to take take another player out of the offensive flow, whether it's Pascal, whether it's, uh you know, Miles Sanders in the backfield. I don't want to have somebody to help Malata on that left side um, because he can't handle Bosa by himself if they start passing the ball up and down the field like they did a couple of games they came out throwing the football instead of running it. Establish that run. Make them think that it's going to be a long day. You're going to get punched in the mouth. By the second quarter, you're going to see a lot of 49ers with their hands on their knees sucking for air because they can't stop the run. The Eagles – are ripping off five, six yards to carry. Don't play into their hands. Don't give them any momentum. I think this is the one team in the NFL, they're like the Eagles. They don't care when they play, how they play, who they play. Crowd doesn't bother them. They're going to play their game no matter what, okay? The way to demoralize that team is let them know you cannot stop us in any way, shape, or form. No matter what tricks you try, no matter how, what stunts, loops, whatever you want to try, you cannot stop us. That's the best way to demoralize that team. You know, some teams play in hostile environments. They can't handle the crowd. I don't think that's the case with this Niners team. Um, if he stays on the side with Lane Johnson, even though Lane is hurt, I still think that's an advantage for yep. the Eagles because Lane can still handle him one-on-one 85% at 85% maximum effort, okay? But if D'Amico Ryans gets smart and starts trying to test the where's the weak link in the picket fence and find out that Malata's that weak link on the other side and they start throwing the ball and disrupting the pass, that's not good. That's not a good MO for them to go into this game with. Okay. All right. What, I'm trying to figure out what Niners all day. Uh, what, what do you mean? 
21st ranked defense, bro. Who, yeah, who's 21st ranked defense? 21st ranked defense? Uh, it's not the Eagles. Yeah, they're like number two. You know, yeah. I know they're top five. Yeah, um, also, you know, also, this is a physical team. They're playing the 49ers. I understand that. But just like Tyson says, everyone has a plan till they get punched in the mouth. That's right. Will they be able to come back once they get punched in the mouth? There lies the problem. Can they weather the storm? Because it's not just like we're just going to punch them in the mouth and stop. We're going to keep going and going and pounding and pounding relentlessly. Just mm-hmm. just pounding and pounding and pounding. You know, this is going to be a war of wills. Yeah. And the quarterback position is the most important position on the field. And we have the better at that position. Yeah. And that, and that is certainly a big deal. There is no yep, question. No question. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, there, there is, uh, there's a lot. He said, I, that's why I corrected myself, but you guys can't read. So now, now he's going to be insulting. And what is that? Uh, we can't read. You know, et <laughs> so how about you actually oh. make sense when you, when you put your comment up there the first time, dude, how about that? How about we do that? Uh, yeah, they're 21st against the run, but if you're just talking about generally where this defense is, it's one of the better in terms of points allowed yards allowed uh, against the pass, et cetera. Right. That you know, look, really what it's gonna come down to, and we haven't even gotten to the defensive side. We were talking about what the Eagles offense is gonna do against the Niners defense. Maybe he has trouble comprehending that. I, I would assume he does, looking at the way he, he tries to express himself. But who's um, that? Who's that? the, the Niners. Niners, the Niners yeah. clown. <laughs> so, see, um, see, I wish we could I wish uh, Xander had a way to block certain people out from our chat a lot of times. No, 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 no block them. Right. I said yeah, keep I that energy. I love it. Keep no, that no, no. It's, it's okay to have a dis- it's, it's okay to have heated discussions, but when you take it to the next level like that, but see why? You know, it's good conversation, arguments in sports is good. It's healthy. It's all right. You know, but you don't have to take it to the gutter. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's uh, my thing is you don't need to be insulting. Like you can disagree. No, exactly. we, we, yeah. we'll all, fine, we'll disagree on things. Yeah. Um, but no, don't take them out of the chat though. No, no, just, just, no. Uh, just. Man, you don't I'm, need to be I'm, insulting. Good. Obviously, we, we don't get, I'm, we don't get racial. We don't get, <laughs> you know, all that stuff. Anyway, um, yeah. I, look, I, I'm, I'm with you. And this is, this is where I get back to what I was talking about with the Giants game. And I, and I kept thinking, you know, really, if this comes down to, to in any way, shape, or form, as a lot of games do, the quarterback position. Purdy's been a nice story, but I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, I want I, I, all day. I would take Jalen Hurts all day right. in that situation. Right. I would take Jalen Hurts to, to, to lead the Eagles and. The beauty is his ability to get out of jams where you think you have him wrapped up. If it was a less, if it was a stationary quarterback, let's put it that way. He has the ability to get out of there and make plays. And that to me is going to be a key. Like there are going to be a couple times in that game where you're going to think, Oh my God, Bosa or somebody else has him wrapped up. And how did he get out of that? How did he pull the Houdini routine? And and he's going to rip off seven, eight yards to to move the chains or something like that, or buy enough time to make a pass. Like they're, they're, this is the difference. Like Purdy, to me, got fortunate last week that the Cowboys dropped a couple. And, you know, again, he's a poised kid for sure. But I think that this could be the game with this crowd going on the road, going to the East Coast for the first time this year, where he starts to make some mistakes. I truly believe it. And he's going against, in his defense, he's taking on the best pass rush there is. Yep. Yep. They have to get, they they got to get this dude to the ground, man. You cannot let Brock Purdy stand around there like Fran Tarkenton running around all day like he does sometimes until somebody frees himself up. He's very good at buying time for a he rookie. Is. 
there's a lot of things that are, that are impressive about him. You know, he we keep putting the rookie moniker on him because he is. But in a lot of ways, he does not play like a rookie. I agree with you. you. He's very poised. Yeah, part of his game is being able to buy time. You know, and he's very good at avoid. Just when you think you got him down, he's pirouetting this way, and then he turns back this way. You know, so the Eagles, you've got to get him on the ground. Do not allow that dude to stand back there and pat that ball. And he loves to take – on his play action, he loves to take those deep uh, seven-step rollouts, you know, to buy himself some time. You know, so those are two aspects – of this young man's game, you Eagles have got to be got to keep him in the pocket, and you've got to get him on the ground in a hurry. I agree. With you. I look totally agree with you, and and we haven't really seen him make the rookie kind of mistakes, and we'll we'll see if at some point. Keep in mind, a rookie quarterback's never won a Super Bowl. No, it hasn't happened. No, no. So the question is, can he get to that next? You know, the, get past yeah. this game is going to be a is a moment a big too big for him. Thing. All right, yeah. let, let's go to the other side now, Barrett. Let's go Eagles defensive line against the Niners offensive line. And we know they have Trent Williams, who's all world. Look, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's in any discussion we're having about the best offensive lineman that have played the last 10 years, right? I think we'd all agree on that. The guy's a beast. You get beyond that, and it's just eh. There's a lot of eh there with the rest of that offensive line. So how much can this Eagles defensive line eat? Here against everybody else, maybe aside from Trent Williams, bro. At this point, I'm looking at their line. Um, Aaron Banks is average at best. He's the average average guard. Trent Williams is all world. He can play. You know what I'm saying? But he's not like Lane Johnson. Like Lane Johnson has to give up a second two years. Trent gave up a couple this year, but he's still a really good player. Right. It's all on the left. I mean, on the right side, man. I mean, you got a rookie starting and Buford at right guard. And that's going against Lane and Dominican Sue. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, you know, Hargraves, Williams. I mean, this is going to be a long day for that kid, and I already know. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine our best pass for Hassan Reddick going against Philadelphia's <laughs> own Mike McGlitchy? Yes, you went to Notre Dame. You're six foot eight, just like our six foot eight guy. But you're not as tough as a, you know, you you block as you blocking and 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 getting pummeled, mm-hmm. pummeled by everybody you go against. I have players that I played with. My boy Justin Swift played tight end in the league. He played tight end with me in Kansas State. Played in the league for for probably ten years. He literally on. Every radio show he gets, why are we starting Mike Buglitchi? <laughs> he gets his butt whooped every single day. I, I don't know. I mean, he's not a softest drugstore cotton. That's, and that, that's not me just saying. I'm just, I'm just going, by, going by what I'm looking, what I'm seeing. Just watch the film on him. Watch the film. I'm not saying anything other than what I see on film. When I watch him on tape, he's he's just like, you know, he's just like a, 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 a hot knife. <clears throat> on melted butter, you know what I'm saying? Just cars right through it. Yeah, Hassan Reddick may have three sacks in the first half. Well, and that's the beauty; it doesn't just have to be Hassan. I mean, they get three other guys who got double digit uh, sacks. And so, I just told you about the interior guys; they're not yeah. that good either. They're okay. Yeah, I mean, you, this could be a day where the older cats have have a feast day. You, you could have Linvale Joseph and Sue, you know, in addition to Fletcher and and uh, Javon Hargrave making an impact. But it could be the other guys. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. You know what? There's one pass. Pass guy that you know that there's a, there's pass rush certain pass rush that rush in certain ways that are hurt taller offensive linemen 
and when you look at Trent Williams, he doesn't bend like he used to bend. Mm-hmm. So he has a problem blocking guys. Like he would have a problem blocking a guy like um like BG. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because BG's compact, low, plays with a lot of lean and can turn the corner, has great ankle bend. He can turn the corner. So he had problems like I have a problem blocking Hugh Douglas. Hugh Douglas is just compact. You know what I'm saying? He 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 can turn the corner and still keep going and be able to do that. That's exactly the way BG rushes. Mm-hmm. So mark my words, BG may get him one against Trent. You know what I'm saying? He may get him one against Trent because that's the worst guy to try to block, a guy that plays with leverage, explosiveness, but can finish a pass rushing move low to the ground, going around the corner with great ankle bend. Yeah. It's tough. See, I want to see if McGlinchey can get out of his stance before Reddit gets past him. Right. See, I don't know if McGlinchey can get up out of his stance. By the time he sets, you know what? Reddick's already on his shoulder, outside shoulder or inside shoulder, depending on what move he wants to use on him. And, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't watched McGlinchey close enough. I have to go by what Barrett says, but the few times I've seen him, he seems I wish I could stiff. put it on now. He, he seems a bit stiff. Don't don't he, say seems. He's stiff. You know, in a, in, a, in a guy with a good array of moves can get around him all day. Yeah, and, and that's exactly what Hassan Reddick has done. He is yeah. – he is, Opened up the toolbox. Yep. Inside moves, a, outside moves. Oh, oh. I, I, I look at him now, man, and it's, it's it's crazy how his rushing, his rushes, the way he rushes the passer now is so different from when I watched him in Arizona and when I watched him in Carolina. I mean, he's yeah. got spin move, inside move. He's got rip. he got mm-hmm. speed to power. Yeah. Um, he has finishing moves. He's he's always tomahawking the ball, you know, out of the quarterback's hands. He's 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 at that level now where you got to consider him one of the best pass rushers in the league. Yeah, one and I'll tell best. you, I'll tell you, it, it is going to be fascinating. Hey, let me give you this update. So Nick Sirianni today said that at least in some capacity, Avante Maddox will practice, um, and that AJ Brown is going to practice. We know he was a little bit banged up in the last game, so that's mm-hmm. that's good news. Andy Reid. Yeah, Andy Reid in, in Kansas City said that yeah. in, at least to some degree, Mahomes is going to practice. And they're going to see how it goes. So I'm just trying to update everybody on what's going on here. Yeah, Reid just came out and said also that uh, he went through the walkthrough and he expects him to do everything in practice today. Mm-hmm. So everything in practice, interesting. That's you exciting, know. man. Yeah, that is that's good news. That is that is good news for them. It's good news for for the Eagles as far as Avante goes. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine if he could play this week? And, and you can you can move CJGJ back to the safety, just just what that's going to do, and how much that's going to help you defending, which we're going to get into in a second. You know, Kittle and McCaffrey and some of those guys that you like to use over the middle, which it's going to be enormous. Let's let's hold that thought. Let, let's dig into that when we come back. Uh, we'll get into what the Eagles defense can do as far as that goes. You know, dealing with those guys because that is going to be a real challenge. That's for sure. All right, don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks. Rob Ellis, we're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Right now, I want to tell you about the great folks at ProAction Restoration. All right, if you got a home, you got a business, you got a property that you own, unfortunately, these kind of things happen sometimes. You get water damage, you get fire, you get smoke, you get mold damage. Any of those things are, are, are a possibility for sure, right? But who do you call is the question. Well, you call ProAction Restoration because they're on call 24 hours, seven days a week to assist. I can tell you personally, it happened to me at my parents' house. You know, they didn't know what to do. Their, their basement was flooded. Water just kept coming in. It, you know, we're trying to shop back it. It was a disaster. I called them. Pro Action Restoration got right over there. They cleaned up the problem. They fixed it. 
The crew was professional. The price was right. It was an excellent, excellent experience, all, all things considered. They're licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. Pro-action restoration will work in conjunction with your insurance company. And again, I'll tell you, it's water, fire, smoke, mold remediation, but it could be something else that you're not sure about. Just give them a call and they will be there. Or you just get a consult from them. 610-623-3760. 610-623-3760. Or online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. My name is uh, Fran Soleno. I'm a managing director here at DelVal Insurance Group. Been in the business for over 36 years, saving people money on their insurance needs. Give us a call. Let us help you custom design an insurance plan that meets both your needs and budget. Since 1977, it's always been about you, the community at Rafferty Subaru. And through the Subaru Love Promise, we prove we care by supporting charities like So Good Now. So Good Now helps kids in under-resourced areas by connecting them with student-athletes to serve as mentors. We remove barriers so athletes can help youth in the corners of our communities where light and love are needed most. When you choose Rafferty Subaru, you help organizations like So Good Now. It's all about you at Rafferty Subaru. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to ocean. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. With Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. Discussing the Eagles Niners NFC Championship matchup. 
I will also say as much as I need, I'm looking like fast forward the clock. I told you guys earlier. You also just saying that you got to savor it for a minute, right? NFC Championship game, man. They're 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 one of the final four. Say That's it again, game. man. Yes, NFC, NFC championship. championship game. Yeah. So enjoy the journey. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk out of both sides of my mouth here, but enjoy the journey too because it's it doesn't happen all the time. We know that, right? That's Bro, for sure. This is, people don't understand how hard it is to get to the playoffs let alone be the number one seed and get to the championship game. It's tough, man. Mm-hmm. Tough. During my entire NFL career, I was at two AFC championship games. Never went to an NFC, but I was at two AFC championship games. One we lost the year before we lost to uh, the eventual Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots. Then the next year we won it in Denver to go to the Super Bowl. But it was it wasn't like you know I thought when I first got in the NFL that I would be I would be in in the playoffs every single year. I mean I first right. got there we whooped Detroit's behind. See yeah. I didn't cuss. Yeah, we whooped Detroit's behind. We smashed them. At no point did they think they had a chance. Even though everybody else was having a great time and you know I was battling my butt off, man. I was fighting, scratching the claw. Everybody talking about how fun that game was. That game wasn't fun for me. I don't know what game they was watching, but me and him was going back and forth. We were battling, bro. It was a man. I was I was super tired. Everybody else was all jovial and happy and king. Woo, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking also. I'm like, I need a nap, man. <laughs> y'all to see y'all to see what I had going on out there. Yeah, he was hell bent. Okay, on not being. Um, <clears throat> You know, looked at like you know he took a playoff. I don't know if it was his contract year. I don't know what it was, but Robert Porsche was trying to bring it. Him, him, and Luther Ellis were trying to make it happen, and I was fighting, bro. I was fighting, scratching. You know, well, it worked out pretty well, Uh, right? (laughs) Fifty-five points, whatever it was, you guys put up that day, like fifty-six to like. 20 crazy man yeah it wasn't they even that close they got a lot of garbage no. you, you know uh, that's for sure i, I yeah, think I the, the i think the best thing about what we're about to see this weekend is that is that legitimately the best four teams are still standing in the nfl yep. the best four teams are standing you have last year's super bowl runner-up against the team that everybody in the afc is looking to knock off that hill every year yep. With yep. the most electric quarterback in the game over there, you got this Jalen Hurts, who's who's a lightning rod for this Eagles team, against a you know a down and dirty, gritty 49ers type team that has this rookie quarterback that everybody's talking about. You have two teams in the NFC that prides prides itself in physicality. They they're very similar in a lot of ways. You know they like to, they like to get physical. They're very good at, at, at and, and take a lot of pride at what they do on both sides of the football. I think you couldn't have, you couldn't handpick two better matchups to decide who's going to the Super Bowl this this year. Well said, Derek. Yeah, it, that's just, a great point. Like as much as it's fun to see the underdog, it is fun. Yeah, it's kind of yes. nice to have all the heavyweights. Yeah, you know, yes, still standing absolutely. too. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. It is. It's nice to have all the heavyweights because if you look at, you know, just like you said, you look at the way this season planned out. It couldn't yep. ask for a more storybook type of ending than what's going on right now. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, hey, hey, let me throw this out there. Congratulations. Nick Sirianni is the 34th Greasy Neal Professional Coach of the Year there you uh, go. honoree uh, selected by the Maxwell Football Club. So that's awesome. You know, well-deserved for sure. We talked about a little bit earlier how he was uh, 
snubbed for the uh, for the coach of the year uh, for the NFL. And uh, Jalen Hurts gets the Burt Bell Award for the player of the year from the Maxwell Club. So wow. good, good, well deserved. Well, kudos. Deserved. And of course, uh, you know, Jacob does the uh, all the production on the uh, on the Maxwell Club Awards as well. So, uh, you know, kudos all around. That's awesome. Well deserved. That's that's an honor, man. That is a true, yeah. true honor. The Maxwell Club is is one of the most storied, historic, you know, uh, clubs that, uh, that honor not only uh, the pros, but also college and high school in the area. They do great, great work. So that's awesome. In the, year, good, good for in the years in years I've covered that, they've, it's been a who's who. When you think of you, when you even think about those who are not up for an award, who are just in attendance for this thing, it's a big, who's who among big hitters. names, coaches, players, former players, current players. It doesn't make a difference, but that's when you know you have a lot of respect and you've garnered a lot of prestige for what you've been able to do through the years. You know, a lot of people, I mean, when I first came here, I didn't know what the Maxwell Club Award was. Right. But through the years, as I've watched this thing, it's like, and I've covered it, gone live shots from there, interviewed winners, and I'm like, this is this is unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Well, put it um, like this. I was with Joe I, last year uh, at the Maxwell Awards. I was with Jordan Davis, you know, talking with Jordan Davis. He was there, you know, and uh, at that time, I don't think he had been drafted yet. Mm. I don't know if he was drafted yet, but – um. I was just looking at him like, man, I, I I want that guy on my team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's for sure, man. He whenever whenever you're looking up at someone, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's a big dude. That's a big dude. I go uh, shake his hand. I'm looking straight at him. You're like, yeah, yeah. What's up? You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Jalen hurts on his shoulder a, today uh, from a little bit earlier. Quote: I felt better, but it doesn't really matter. Got to get it done. I mean, look, clearly he's not 100%. I mean, that, that much is obvious. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's it's that time of year. It doesn't matter. You know, you're going to be out there. You, you just hope it doesn't impact him. And so so far, so good in terms of getting through games clean. Um, and then A.J. Brown talking about whether he was unhappy or not in the Giants game, nothing to worry about here. He's all smiles. Right, right, so, right, right. That's it. You know, people, that was made a little bit too much. Of. It was just, it's you're in the moment, right. you're reacting. You want to, you want to help. We do, man. Yeah, we do. We we notice everything, man. We notice a guy picking his nose. We notice a guy, you know, maybe touching his shoulder. You know what I'm saying? We notice everything. You know, it's our job to notice things like that. Yeah, but you, you could tell he was he was he was destroyed at the time. You know. Yeah. And I just, I just saw it as as all right. He's a competitor. He's pissed off that he's not getting the rock, and. When he did get an opportunity to get the rock, he wasn't able to produce with it. So I thought he was just mad because of that. I didn't know there was an injury cause or anything like that. So I yeah, I, I I think look, you're gonna uh, not that he needed any motivation. It's a, it's an NFC Championship game, but I think you're gonna see a pretty motivated AJ Brown to go out there and, and get off. I, I will tell you that. I would look yeah, for him to do some damage. Three oh, catches for less than forty yards. Yeah, in a you know he ain't happy about that. AJ Brown's gonna be bringing it Sunday at three o'clock. I can guarantee him and his, him and his boy Jalen have been talking all this week about yes. hey, we got rectified. This. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah, sure there's yeah. some very productive, honest oh, conversations. Yeah. Seriously, oh, yeah. you know, you know, and that's what friends do, and that's what teammates do. You have some talks, you know. But hey, look, it's it's the nature of the beast when you have a lot of good other players, or yes. you have a running game that runs yes. it 44 times. Somebody's gonna be slighted a little bit, and we just have to be AJ's turn. It's not that's enough all. football. That's all. It's that's not it. enough football. That's it. That's and he's it. got to understand. They may try to blanket him and take him out of the game and and yep. and, 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 and try to go one-on-one with the rest of the guys. I mean, yep. that could happen. Yep. He was a leading receiver. He's the most yep. physical receiver they have. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he may have another frustrating day in that regard. If they try to blanket it, you know? 
Yeah, I so, agree with you. you know, I, I'm sure he won't be happy about that, but I guarantee you his boy Jalen's going to try to find him early and often, at least well, the early part of the game. Put it like this. I did a, um, I did a, uh, my baritone, and my baritone was, okay, then he didn't get the ball near enough, but he mm-hmm. still impacted the game. Mm-hmm. Right, they were lined up. Uh, they were lined up in 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 that um, that QB sneak formation, and the toss out there to Kenneth Gainwell. Well, watch him. He's he's the outside receiver. He had to go in and crack the middle linebacker, Jalen Smith. He went in there, destroyed Jalen Smith. You know, blew him up. That's how they got the first down. He set the edge by blowing up the inside middle linebacker, Jalen Smith. Right on the touchdown play to De- uh, Devontae Smith. It was like a, a speed screen, but on the play, he had to block the guy that was he, he was it was they were in they were they were in a stack. And they had, you know, AJ was on the ball and Devontae was, you know, at you know, a little bit outside, but they were stacked. Mm-hmm. At that point, AJ had to go out and block the guy that was over him. As soon as they you know, turned around, he got the ball to Devontae. That's when AJ en- engaged um who yeah. was that um who was that um that uh, Dory Jackson? Yep. And drove in Dory Jackson, blocked him from ten yards out, blocked him into the end zone, and 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 Devontae just followed his block the entire way, all ten yards for the touchdown. So it wasn't, you know, he wasn't out there moping or anything like that. He was still out there balling. He was just affected the game differently because he had to go out there and block. Just go to show you how tight that team is. He's blocking for his brother. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. blocking for, you know, guys trying to make a difference. So Absolutely. I mean, this this team is it's tight, man. They're tight. All right, let me ask you, Barrett. What um, the 49ers have a stud tight end in Kittle. We know the damage that McCaffrey can do in the passing game. Um, th- those two can be a problem. Middle of the field has been an issue to an extent for the uh, for the Eagles. What do you do here? How how do you contain that part of it? We know Ayuk and Debo. We know how strong they are too. But let's just deal with the kind of the middle of the field issue here. It can't be an issue. Um. Long story long, there's got to be some guys to step up that you don't usually hear their name. You've been hearing like a guy like Kasir White. You've heard he had he's had two excellent games these past two weeks. Two excellent games. He had an excellent game the first, um, I mean the second um, Giants game, and then the playoff Giants game. Two excellent games. Played his ass off. Uh, you're gonna have to hear his name a little bit. A name that you're gonna have to also hear. It's Kayvon uh, Wallace. He's got to step up. Kayvon's got to be. He's got to be. He's got to be a cover guy for us. And you know, and and he's a short tackler. He's got to step up because he's going to be one on one against you know some pretty good you know guys like Kittle, mm-hmm. and he's going to have to go out there against McCaffrey. He's got to have an excellent game for us. I know everybody's like, don't say that. He, Kevon Wallace has been balling the past six games. He has been balling ever since uh, CJ GJ went out and Kevon has to step up. He's been stepping up, man. He showed me a lot. When I watched the film, he's starting to, he's starting to flash, not just in special teams, but he's starting to flash on the defensive side of the ball. Sure tackling, you know what I'm saying? Getting guys down. He's got to have a great game because he's going to be going against both McCaffrey and he's going to go against Kittle. And um, also, we can't sleep on their fullback. What's his? Uh, I don't even know. Dusek. He, he's legit. Dusek. Yeah, yeah. Been, been real good for a long time. Strong as really a Brahma bull, man. Yeah. And run routes. Yes. They run. Yes. They they love to run sprint right option with him. 
You know what I'm saying? Get him out in the flat. Get the ball to him. Let him go out there and make a difference. He, they're so used to him blocking that they just let him sneak by, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he's open down the field. Yeah. So this is Kazir. The three guys are going to have the ball. Kazir White, Kayvon mm-hmm. Wallace, and um, – TJ. TJ's gonna ball anyways. I ain't worried about TJ. T is going TJ's gonna ball, but um in the run game. The rookie Marcus Epps. Reed, no, Reed Blankenship. Blankenship, yeah. He's gotta be disciplined, man, because they move so many different parts around. Yeah. And with him being young, he can't focus on all the window dressing. He's got to know what he has to do. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest thing when you go against a Shanahan type of offense. All that window dressing trying to take your mind away from this and keep you away from your responsibility of doing your job. He's got to stay consistent, understand what his role is, and execute his role. If he's got a guy, man, don't worry about nobody else going nowhere. You get your man. If he's in the zone, he got deep middle, get your butt back at deep middle. Play the deep middle. He's got to have a disciplined game where he knows where he needs to be at. And nobody should be trying to help him. He should be helping himself. and He shouldn't be trying to help nobody else. Just do your job. And that, that goes with everybody on the defensive side of the ball. They've got to play gap sound defense. Fundamental defense. Don't try to do more than what you have to do. Just do your job. Well, I think, too, the the thing that offsets a lot of this is the pass rush. You know, if these guys are getting home like they need to get to, let's face it, if the Eagles defensive line isn't getting that kind of pressure, Purdy's going to hurt them with all these weapons. They got it. They got to live up to the billing defensive line. My fault for talking so much, man. But, I mean, when you say stuff, it, it, it pops on mind. Do what you do. I, I think the one Achilles heel for the 49ers offense is they love to work the middle of the field in the passing game. And I thought Dallas did a very good job of taking away the middle of the field because they dropped like three picks on throws over the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, the Eagles have got – and, Rob, I'm glad you brought that up because that has been a problem. When they've given up chunks of real estate in the passing game, it has been that over-the-middle stuff, especially yep. the tight ends. They have to do a better job of squeezing the, t- the middle of that field. That's in a lot of ways, that is Purdy's bread and butter passing over the middle. Now, of course, when you have the type of speed he's working with, they always have that advantage of having a, a defender on their hip, so it makes the play look a lot easier. But the Eagles have got Jonathan Gannon and the Eagles personnel have to devise a way where they're cutting off some of these lanes across the middle of the field. Because if not, that's going to be a long day for that defense. I don't think the 49ers can run on that defense successfully. Right, but if right. they don't take away that middle of the field, you know, the thing is, you're not going to hurt the 49ers by forcing them to pass more. It seems that like that balance, it, it hurts and disrupts their chemistry when you force them to do one more than the other because that's not what they that's not that what they lived on to get to where they are. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to making the 49ers throw the ball more, that's not going to hurt them. The key is, can you get to Purdy before he gets the ball out of his hands, especially if those don't take care of the middle of that field. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And that's why. You heard the guys that I said. You notice I didn't mention anybody about CJGJ. Right. I didn't talk anything about Slay or Bradbury. Right. They can handle the outside. Everybody I talked to, everybody I just talked about, was guys in the middle of the field. Right. White, Wallace, yep. Yep. and Blankenship. Those guys got to play even well. Edwards. Even Edwards. Yep. But see, the reason why they have to play the inside field, you know why? Because Purdy doesn't have a strong arm. No, no. He has an accurate arm, but he didn't have a strong arm. So he has to throw the ball in the middle of the field mm-hmm. because he really can't get the ball out, you know, to the outside as consistently 
and accurate as he does with inside the middle of the field. Right. He's a very accurate quarterback. He can throw a guy open and all that. But you got to keep pressure on him. And the only way you can do that is to keep pressure on the guys they got moving around. So it's going to be hard to hard to do that against Debo Samuels because they like to move him around so much. And McCaffrey. They, yeah, so you move those guys around to keep them from getting your hands on them. And that's why they run, you know, burst routes, quick routes. You know what I'm saying? They run burst, comebacks, slants. Um, they sit down, you know, in the middle of the defense. Yep, yep, yep. They do that because he can get the ball to them faster in the middle of that field. So that means the guys that we're talking about, they have to cover CJGJ, Slay, Bradbury, have to play tight coverage. They must play uh, press coverage because not because not because they're being more aggressive, but it takes away the first read of the quarterback. Mm-hmm. If you could take away that first read, especially on first and second down, and make them throw for like third and ten, third and seven. If you make them throw for those, I like our chances going out there and, and stopping them competing because you take away that first read. He's not going to have enough time to get to that second and third read because the, uh, by that time the defensive line is on him. They're yeah. on him by the end. And, and, and that's that's why Gannon said it's imperative we get these dudes down on the ground because they're one of the best in the business when it comes to picking up yards after the catch. You know their inter, their intermediate passing game is second to none, and that includes Kansas City's in the NFL when it comes to that intermediate that that eight to ten. Yeah. Shanahan's brilliant at that, and he he'll, he doesn't care to bleed you. He'll bleed you to death. No. He doesn't care. He'll, no, he doesn't. It, because if his offense is bleeding you to death, they're controlling the clock, and that opposing offense is not on the field. Yeah, you know no. and they will. That, and that's a good that's a good terminology. They will bleed you to death. You know they will they expect their speed. When you look at the touchdowns they score from them receiving, a lot of times it's their personnel outrunning defenders. It's not the big plays over the top. Their speed is just that good from McCaffrey, Ayuk. Debo to be able to just run away. And we don't even talk about what the kid's name is, uh, Jennings, the other a wide receiver, mm-hmm. who doesn't get a lot of notoriety, who's just as fast as those guys. You know, so, it, it, you know, you got to get them down. You got to be – you got to bird dog. When I always talk about cheetahs chasing gazelles on both sides of the football, that's exactly what this game is going to be. You got cheetahs trying to chase gazelles in this game. Yeah, well said. Well said for sure. A um, couple cops here. So the Niners were a plus 13 turnover differential, which was first in the NFL. Eagles ended up being plus eight, which was third. Most of the year, the Eagles were first, but to the Niners' credit, they surpassed them there. Um, The Eagles, sacks, 71st. Niners, 44. That's tied for 10th. So the Eagles have a pretty good advantage there. Um, Not surprisingly, because this is the case with most most teams, but the Niners 13 and 0 when they're at least even in in a turnover margin in a game, 0 and 4 when they're not. Eagles 11 and 1 when they're at least even in the turnover margin, 3 and 2 though when they Mm. lost the turnover. That's interesting, you know, right there. But just to, to reiterate how good the Niners defense is first in yards, first in points allowed, um, 20th in the pass. That's where you can, that's where they're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Uh, first against the run and second in takeaway. So, th- look, this is a big-time team they're taking on here. Make no mistake. Very, very good team. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I can't, can't wait, wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. But, see, unlike you two guys, I'm, I, it'll get here soon enough. I got enough distraction in my life, in my house. You know, as much as I want to see this game like yesterday, you know, it's going to get here. You know, what, what is it? What, Thursday, Friday? You got four more days, Rob. You know, so take, take uh. your meds. Find it needs to be Friday. It needs to be Friday, Gunner. It does. Look, find some additional distractions in your life. 
you know, sit down after this show and make a list of things that you've been putting off that you could probably attack right now <laughs> and just kind of distract yourself. I mean, yeah. think about it. You know, I, I, I tell people I spend more time with these guys than I do at home sometimes. You know, you two guys. It's like it's like this show just keep coming around and coming around like quicker every day. Right. You know, it's right. <laughs> so you know it's Sunday, man. You know, it'll be here. Oh, man, I hear you. I hear you. All right, when we come back, uh, we'll continue with the Eagles discussion. Uh, there is a uh, a returnee, a prodigal son, if you will, has returned to Philadelphia who will be playing at the Wells Fargo Center tonight. Uh, one guy you may be familiar with, the name Ben Simmons. Yes, he's returning to town. So we will talk about that when we get back in addition to everything else that we're doing here on Sports Take. Don't go anywhere. He's Derek. He's Barrett. I'm Rob. Again, we are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk now about Flynn Tree Services. Yes, Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted tree off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. And they're just a quick phone call away. They're experts at trimming all types of trees, and they serve southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey, and northern Delaware. Flynn Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. Now, keep in mind, this is a good time of year to get everything checked out because as the winter gets nastier, you could have some more issues with some trees or branches that are ready to come down. You go to their Facebook or Instagram page for more information or a sampling of their work. Give Flynn Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848, 610-850-2848, or online at FlynnTreeServices.com. That's FlynnTreeServices.com. My name is uh, Fran Salerno. I'm a managing director here at DelVale Insurance Group. Been in the business for over 36 years, saving people money on their insurance needs. Give us a call. Let us help you custom design an insurance plan that meets both your needs and budget. Since 1977, it's always been about you, the community at Rafferty Subaru. And through the Subaru Love Promise, we prove we care by supporting charities like So Good Now. So Good Now helps kids in under-resourced areas by connecting them with student-athletes to serve as mentors. We remove barriers so athletes can help youth in the corners of our communities where light and love are needed most. When you choose Rafferty Subaru, you help organizations like So Good Now. It's all about you at Rafferty Subaru. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. 
Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. With Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. Back. What's up, everybody? Thanks for hanging out with us. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Rob Ellis, Barrett Brooks, soon to be uh, Derek Gunn. There's the, the the chair, the chair formerly known as Derek Gunn, as as Prince would say. Um, Barrett, <laughs> look, you you know how loud I can get at the vet, and we know how loud I can get at uh, at Lincoln Financial Field. This was interesting. A little bit earlier today, Dallas Goddard talking to the media said it was so loud during the Giants game in the divisional round that they had to go to silent counts. He said they couldn't hear each other. He couldn't. They they literally couldn't hear Jalen Hurts. Uh, you know what? I noticed that too. I'm like, yeah, we're at home, and I thought about it. That's Philly for you, baby. We yeah. we we gonna give it to you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it's it is what it is. Well, that's the thing. I'm thinking like you know, it, it was like that for the Giants game. What is it going to be like on Sunday, man? Right, I, right. I, it's going to be pure insanity. So as a rookie, and you're in those type of conditions, no matter how mature you think you are going into a situation like that. You just haven't faced anything like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's a great point. Did they you play? Know, you City you, you can anticipate it and talk about it, but until you do it, it's a different story. There's only so much that you could do to help yourself out with, 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 um, with, um, crowd noise. Like you can go into that. They, they, what they do, what they do with us, we go to the bubble, we go to the indoor facility. And they crank the music up inside the thing as loud as you can. Like you can't hear anything. It almost gets on your nerves. It's like pisses you off because you can't hear anything. Like I've been in stadiums like Kansas City's like that. Um, The Vikings are like that, but it was more fake because they would pump crowd noise in. You know what I'm saying? Like I know disciplined crowds, but they're not that damn disciplined that you don't hear anything. You don't hear a peep. You can hear crickets. You know what I'm saying? When sure. when they have the ball. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, they, they were wrong for that, man. You know, they, they did that for years, for years. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I thought this was interesting, too. We we know, you know, the, the there were tickets uh, that went on sale yesterday. It was either 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. I forget what time uh, exactly for the game, right? And they went quick, obviously. But after fees, the cheapest Eagles, this is according to Rob Torneau of the Inquirer, the cheapest Eagles 49ers ticket right now, as we sit here on Wednesday, is between eight hundred and fifty and nine hundred bucks. That's the cheapest you can get. That's standing room only. I saw a dude yesterday. I don't know what what the whole story was, but he was in from California, right? And he was at the the Eagles Pro Shop in, in South, right right by the Wells Fargo where you're at, Barrett. Um, and so last week he paid, I want to say like $1,500, 1200 for a ticket. He, and this guy gets good seats, okay? 
by his own admission. So he's looking to get two for this week. And the, the reporter asked him, all right, well, yeah, what are you looking to spend? He said, for where I want to sit, I'm probably looking at a minimum $5,000 for two, two seats. <laughs> 5000 man. That's, my boy. My boy. Like my boy from college. Yeah. Um, he's my fraternity brother. Real, real close, man. Real close. You yeah. know, we uh, he played he played at Mizzou while I was at Kansas State. So, and we pledged, and you know, saying we just became the best of friends. We're both from St. Louis. Yep. Well, his younger brother has been a diehard Eagles fan since I've known him. Diehard, even before I got drafted there, he was a uh, he was an Eagles fan. Long story long, he he. Um, my boy, my, my friend brother calls me and said, hey, my brother trying to get contact. I said, like, you should have been gave me the number. So Damon gets the number. Calls me and said, yeah, man, I'm, I'm coming to the game. I already got my room. I already got my ticket. I said, how much you pay for your ticket? He said, man, I went on and, you know what I'm saying, anted up. I said, how much you pay? 1600 Whoa. 1600 I said, where's the ticket? That's also a good ticket, though. It's like section 130 yeah, it's good seats. That's a great seat. I was like, oh man, you gonna you gonna look out for that much? I mean, they've been top dollar out here. He said, but man, I got this ticket. He said he got this ticket a month ago. You know what I'm saying? He put a bid in it for a month ago. Jeez, man. Yeah, that's crazy. My goodness. That's crazy, but you know what? Hey, people love it. They love it. They're 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 going. Think man. about that. Think about that for a moment. Across the board, when it comes to big sporting events, people don't bat an eye. In terms of paying extravagant prices, three, four, five, six thousand dollars for a Super Bowl ticket, mm-hmm. two thousand. I mean, and places are packed. You have people on waiting lists trying to get these tickets, man. Just for, I'm like, you know, it's not just a ticket. It's if you're coming from out of town, it's the hotel accommodations, it's the food, it's the rental cars, um, it's the concessions you buy when you're in the stadium, and if you're a family, if you're taking three or four people with you. The cost of the, I'm like, that is, it's just crazy. We keep talking about the economy's bad, the economy's suffering. Now, when it comes to sports, no, it doesn't. Nope. The sport, people still are out here love, filling stadiums and arenas every time you turn around. Think about what would happen with cable and or some of the bundles. Yes. If it wasn't for sports. Oh, right. Oh, How much goodness. less they would be able to charge people, but they know Ooh. they can hold them up. They know it because we're addicts, man, and we need our. our we solution. can't help ourselves. Yep. No, but but we think about this: it's, it, it's expanded beyond ESPN and Fox Sports. We're mm-hmm. talking about Big Ten Network, SEC Network. People people live for this stuff, man. Yeah, it, it, it's and when it, and when Direct came out with the NFL ticket, I mean, when my brother first got it the first year, I'm like, the what? What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. He goes, dude, you pay a hundred something dollars and you can see any game you want every Sunday. I never had that luxury of being able to do that, obviously. But it's like, really? I said, you know, that's a great concept. And people Bro. are still doing it. People are still Bro. doing it. It's expensive too, man. Like I'm if I didn't work for NBC, it'd be hard for me to pay for cable, man. Because it costs Thank like you. three or four hundred dollars. Yeah, Thank it gets you. harder exactly. and harder to justify exactly. it every single week. It really does. Yeah, it'd be it really I'm still on that discount plan, bro. Yeah, I yeah. ain't gonna say that. You, you had a different, you had a different exit plan than they than, than I had, uh, Derek. Hey, I'll just say my, that my plan runs out in October. But dude, for all the cable boxes in my house, and dude, I barely pay like hundred and ten bucks a month. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. Now I already told my family when October gets here, 
You better start. I want a list of what you have a problem with me deleting because that's going to sh- shrink real quick. I hear you, man. I hear you. Fair enough. All right. Uh, Just a quick respite. We'll get it back to the birds in a second. But Ben Simmons is in town, guys. First question I have for you before we get into, you know, the game, because it's a a big game in the Eastern Conference. Both teams, you know, close in the standings and all that. Do you still get worked up about Ben Simmons coming back? Are you eh? Are you who cares? Like, I'm still worked up. Where are you guys? I'll, I'll, and I'll tell you why, but I want to hear from you okay. guys first. No, no. Um, he is what he is. He's not going to change. I'm still, and we talked about this the other day. I'm shocked that he's even playing considering all the stuff he went through mentally, emotionally. I'm shocked that he's even playing, but somebody smart, smart enough to get in here. And is dude, you realize you're making an excess of $30 million to play a game. Mm-hmm. Man, you in your twenties, get, you ready to get your butt out there and fake it. If you can't make it, fake it. You know what I'm saying? Just get out there play. You can't make it. Just fake it. You know, yeah. bro. And, I'm surprised he's playing though. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it doesn't bother me. We've trashed him. We've dissected his career. We dissected where he is mentally. We've snickered and chuckled like everybody else about the fact that this dude is 6'10". He can dribble the ball up the court. He can play defense, but he can't find the bottom of the well. And he's making over $35 million. No, you know, to me, he's just another player who will be a non-factor in this game tonight. If Brooklyn wins this game, it won't be because of him. That's for sure. Just like when the Sixers win, it ain't because of PJ Tucker. That's for sure. You know, so <laughs> so I'm I'm like I'm at a point now with Ben. Eh, I'm like like you said off the top. Eh, he's here. Right. So what? I'm not. Eh. I remember the way it ended. I remember the nonsense he pulled. I remember showing up to practice with a cell phone in your pocket to the point where Doc Rivers didn't want to have to kick you out, but he kicked you out. I remember him. You know, he 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 was going through some mental stuff, as he said. And then, you know, when it was convenient for him, he was fine. I remember all the stuff that this guy pulled, all of it. I remember his refusal to shoot threes, refusal to play, refusal. He, he, he had these bogus injuries that he made up. Uh, the overall smug attitude, I think he's everything that's wrong with, with the modern era of athletes. There, I can't stand him. And uh, I'm not surprised one bit that he's averaging seven and a half points, seven rebounds and 6.4. Right, 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 right. And making max money. It doesn't surprise me because he does the bare minimum. He's shooting 43% from the free throw line. No one's guarding you on the free throw line. That means you don't work hard enough, period. You don't work hard enough. And he's okay now just blending in. Even when yep. Kevin Durant's been out, the Nets haven't played nearly as well. Of course, you're gonna, you're missing Kevin Durant, but in large part because he hasn't been able to step up and help them. Does he play on? Him. Does he play on your team? Currently, no. Okay, that's the past. Doesn't have I, an impact on the present or the future. It impacts you know, Rob, me. He's here tonight. It's as falls in the category, Rob, of let bygones be bygones. Hell it's time to, to know. It's time Absolutely. to move on. That kind of D-Gun. stuff fuels my fire. I love you know it. What? So, so, so you're sitting here as a lot of Philadelphia fans are, and I don't disagree with them, but I'm saying I'm not in that category. You're sitting here. You're still fired up about it. You're still angry about the way he he treated this team, the way he left this team, the way he dogged this team, embarrassed this team. And yet Ben Simmons is making his $35 million. Okay. That's fine. Like he can steal money. He he can put a mask on when he collects his check and and that's fine. Yeah. Good for him. So, so if you if you were going to be one of the many in the arena tonight, you go out, you F. boo, uh huh, 
you, you, you go boo, you f bomb them. You know, every time yes. he makes I wouldn't a mistake, have, I, I, I wouldn't have bomb him. But I, no, I'm just I would saying, go. if you wanted the general fan, you know, yeah. So, so yes. when you do that, yes. So, what do you come away feeling? What did you uh, accomplish? I I feel like my voice is heard. I feel like I'm expressing to him, and it's done in a group setting. That we know what you pulled here. With that you we know you're a fraud. We know that you don't have the balls to step up in the biggest of spots. I don't yep. like I would take yep. the guy missing a shot or, or getting a, a ball stolen if he's trying to get to the hoop and get you a bucket or whatever. Any day of the week, at least you're giving me what you have. This guy wastes talent, God given unbelievable yep. talent. And that so bothers at, me on a lot of levels. At what point do you get past that? Never. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever be over it with him, bro. See, I, still, had, I still dislike uh, Dallas fans. I still same. dislike, I still dislike uh, Charles Haley. Even though we're cool now, but when I look at him, I look at him side eye. You know, we'll see each other at the Super Bowl, and mm-hmm. I would still be looking at him side eye. You know, what I'm saying I, I had, I had the biggest vendetta against um, um, what's his name, uh, the twins. You know, one of them played running back, the other played cornerback. Barbers. Uh, right. Yeah, the barbers. Yeah, right, tiki, right. not Tiki, but uh, a Rondé. Rondé. Yeah. I just figured out it wasn't a Rondé that hit me. Um, I got blindsided by a block, and I mean, I, I thought I was almost knocked out. I thought I was a goner, and I looked up, and I saw it. I, I went down to a knee. I looked up, and I saw Rondé laughing <laughs> all the way up until this year. And the only reason why I know I'm not mad at him anymore is because, um. Mulhern, one of the producers up at uh, Mike Mulhern. Yeah, Mike NBC. Mulhern, yeah. Mike Mulhern. We should get him on. Mike was like, hey, man, I remember that play you were talking about when you were in Detroit. It wasn't a Ronde. I said, who was it? It was actually Warren Sapp. Uh-huh. And a Ronde just saw it, watched it, and, and started laughing. But I disliked him all the <laughs> way up until that point. You know what I'm saying? All the way yeah. up until this year, I did not like a Ronde because of that. You know what I'm saying? Look, yeah. there's a lot of players and a lot of teams I don't like, but and, and when they they play teams that I like, you know, I get fired up about it. But I am not spending extraneous en- uh, energy, you know, carrying this torch, this 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 vendetta forever. You know, it's a moment. It's a moment thing with me. When they cross paths, fine. When they don't, I could care less about. Oh, it. come on, so, man! You've been trying to get okay. me back for years. What I did for what? with you. At your house when I, when I was with my yeah, daughter. Yeah, but see, you've been trying to get back with me for years of that. But but that's momentary. See, it's only if I see you. It's not like I sit there thinking and plotting your death every day. You know, plotting I'm sitting there thinking just, just you know, sometimes your demise. It's not like I'm saying, you know what? Just on every days day. it ended a Y, Barrett. No, right. no, it's not. It's not like I get on this show every day and say, you know what? The first thing in my mind is, how can I get back at Barrett? How can I get here? No, no. See, Chris D sums it up. I'm a Sixers fan. I feel the same as Robbie. If it didn't cost me anything, I'd fly. She's in Hawaii. I'd fly back to to Wells Fargo Center in Boo Simmons till my vocal cords gave out. Yes, Chris. (laughs) But you're the one for you're the one for the worst for it, not him, because he's not going to change. He doesn't care. He's insulated. That's how he's insulated. So what? I can at least express myself. This is America. I so it's not, so there's a lot of ways you can express yourself, Rob. Come on, man. There's a whole I'll lot of ways. I'll be on my couch. I'll I'll, I'll open the door and boo. He'll hear me. Right? <laughs> Look, Kevin, Kevin Savard, Barry, D-Gun is plotting. Don't believe him. <laughs> right. Hey, Kevin, I didn't say I wasn't plotting. I said I don't think about it every day. There's, it's hey. momentary when I'm thinking about how I'm right. getting back at him. Bro, it was, it, was, you, 
It was set up perfectly too. It was set up. It was like seventy people at this house. It was seventy people at the house, and and everybody's having a jovial, festive time. And I got my daughter there, and I'm I was a gracious saying, host. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the middle of the kitchen, and I turn around and said, "I mean, from out of nowhere, no, Derek, and yells, no, Derek. Me and my daughter are not. Well, why would you want to kick my daughter out too? So everybody's looking at. Oh yeah. So all oh yeah. Trish peeked around the corner like. Oh my God! And his daughter sitting right there, like, damn, you, you, you didn't tell him to leave. You? <laughs> you didn't tell his daughter. So there oh, yeah. goes Tris. Tris, you know, did you just tell him? He... <laughs> oh my God! But see, I put that in the category of okay. You know, he he got me back because I was a part of a sucker and Barrett. I didn't come up with the concept, but I was part of the plan. The bear getting bear to eat bear to eat hot sauce at, at Minneapolis at the Super Bowl. It was wrong with two left shoes for that too. I did. That was not my idea. That was Aaron Tulasnik. And you tried something different. I tried, and I was terrible. You had him let him do that to me, bro. Well, I thought I, I, was, I, I, I could really talk on TV that day. You know what I say? You know what I say? Better you than me. This <laughs> <laughs> wow. hot sauce was so hot. Yeah, Rob, it was so didn't hot. Do, didn't a dude stole a drink. Yet. He stole a drink out of the dude's cooler stole and walked a out drink. the store. He didn't pay for it, nothing. He took the drink, Rob, and walked out like it was free. And I'm the standing there. The guy going, was from Philly. The guy, he was he on the, the dude was from Philly. Philly. But even Philly. the dude was standing there going, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and Barry took that drink, goes with that drink, and walked out the store with his mouth on fire. Now, I laughed. I snickered. Yes, I did. It was a great moment in television <laughs> because I wasn't on the butt end of the joke. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was horrible, man. That was the hottest stuff. It, in fact, this stuff was so hot. Usually, you have, you know, you have skulls on it. You know, the show is how hot it is. So it was already had to do skulls, but it went so far as not just have skulls, but it had crossbones too. Oh, right? that's what you, you get away from it when you see that, man. Right, you know right, what, right. But you know what, Rob? All he did was touch it on his tongue a little bit. It's not like he oh, drank a whole bunch. Yeah, but there's you some know? that you know, like if it goes through your nostrils and then. Oh yeah, nose, right. Oh, you got to oh, get absolutely. out. And I like absolutely. hot stuff. But there I are times I told you guys I went to a, an establishment and we got the kids goaded me on to like getting this like uh, uh, annihilator, you know, like you know, devil, you know, su- it's like suicide brand. I'm like, all right, I'll try it. Ghost pepper thing. And I and I I had it. I took one bite and I swear to God, I was like, I felt like I was gonna die. I mean, I I mean, <laughs> my whole body felt like it was gonna explode. I couldn't do See- anything. See, just when you think you know somebody, you really don't. How is it that you like hot stuff like I do, but yet your palate is so bland? I don't get this. I'm, How's I'm that possible? All, I know, Derek. It doesn't. I'm uh, I'm all over the place. Like I like Cheerios with nothing on them and no milk, and with then hot I like, sauce. I like real hot hot wings. I, I don't know what I, it's. It I don't makes get no it. sense. It makes no. I like sense. hot wings, yeah, but not. Rob, a, you don't make any sense, bro. No, I don't. Yeah, I admit it. I'm a I'm great tough. reference for him. Yeah, is a bag of Cheerios dry. And, Dry Cheerios, and then he has the tasty cake, um, mini chocolate donut, donuts, mini yeah. chocolate donuts, and all that, and, and some water or tea. That's it. And he'll eat those, and then eat the, but he don't eat them. He doesn't eat them at the same time. He'll eat and finish all the Cheerios first. <laughs> then he'll go to the donuts, or he'll do the, all the donuts first, then to the Cheerios, then he'll drink. That's but real. he's not going to do both at one time. Guilty. Yeah. <laughs> right. Guilty I, I can mix my food up a little bit. It, he, he doesn't do that. He yeah, doesn't no. do that. No, he doesn't no. do that. Yeah, he likes hot foods. He likes hot food. We don't need a mix. <laughs> His daughter told us she, she won't allow them to order Chinese food. <laughs> I mean, really? No. 
They're allowed. They're allowed. They just don't. They do it when I'm not around. Is so basically, your house is a dictatorship, not a democracy. So Thursday's a party because I go to what do they get? Uh, Wet Cheerios. We do, we do no because we do the show at Screwballs. Me and Krause and uh, yeah. the coach Henry Rasich. Barrett, you guys have both been on. Love so it. Do, Love it. Do, yeah, it's fun. It's it's a lot of fun. It's out in King of Prussia. So we do that every Thursday, which means I'm not here for dinner, which means they get whatever they want and they go nuts. So they, they love Thursdays. It's good. It's all good. Yes. How are, how are you the food Nazi at home, man? I'm you not. I'm like really food. not. Like, it sounds like I am, but I'm telling you, I'm not. I, they can get whatever they want. I swear to God. Get not what I've go. heard. I've heard. We've yeah. heard from Maggie. I sat across the table from you and your daughter, and she dimed you out, and your face was as red as those two banners behind you because yeah, she, you couldn't say she anything. Loved it too. She, she loved it. She loved every. You know oh, what, Barry? It was like you know what it was like, Barry. It's like somebody being kidnapped, and they they see, throw you a signal. <laughs> you know, they let you know that something's wrong. <laughs> yeah. And then once she realized Dad couldn't stop her, when we egged her on, she was on a roll. The whole ride the- home, she was like, ah, like, I got you. I'm like, all right. Okay. Yep. I got, okay. I'll remember that. Yeah, she, saw, just coming up real soon. She, saw we was, she saw we was in her corner. She took full advantage of it. Oh, she did. She took off. And, and all Rob said, there was like this, Bear. Yep. <laughs> I just His bottom it. lift, it was quivering like, okay, I'll take care of you when you get home. I took it, man. I, I admit, I, I, I had to take it. I took it. All right. Oh, my God. All right, so when we come back, uh, we're going to dig into the NFL here, and there's a bunch of different things to get into. Um, You know, the big question is, guys, we don't know. Like the 49er, I haven't heard anything yet. The 49er who got uh, arrested, um, we don't know kind of where that stands, whether or not he's going to play, and and, because that's an impact. He's their second-leading sack guy after Bosa. It's a big fall-off, but he is the second guy after Bosa. So we'll dig into that a little bit. Uh, Aaron Rodgers might be willing to rework his deal. Tony Pollard update, Mahomes update. Um, We we gave you one a little bit earlier, but we'll dig a little bit deeper into that and a bunch of other things uh, from the NFL as we come down to the Final Four here with Championship Weekend. So there's a lot to dive into. Uh, When we come back, we will do all of those kind of things. So don't go anywhere. He's Derek. He's Barrett. I am Rob. We are Sports Take, Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Right now, I want to tell you about Razor Technology and Data Estate because that is everywhere in business today. But when it's locked away in silos, it can't be efficiently used and businesses don't have time for the insights that shape decision-making. Razor Technologies Data Management not only integrates data from wherever it's generated or collected, but provides a uniform structure for storing, interpreting, and distributing it to decision makers. Razor helps businesses transform and model their data, use it to populate real-time dashboards, and create shareable reports that highlight key areas of progress as well as warning signs in need of attention. Smart data analytics and the tools that make data insights easily digestible help businesses of all sizes and types discover where they can be untapping significant savings. Razor technology can help you break down your silos and fully realize the value of your data to drive growth for your business. Learn more today. Contact Razor technology at 866-797-3282, 866-797-3282, or visit them online at razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com.
My name is uh, Fran Salerno. I'm a managing director here at DelVal Insurance Group. Been in the business for over 36 years, saving people money on their insurance needs. Give us a call. Let us help you custom design an insurance plan that meets both your needs and budget. Since 1977, it's always been about you, the community, at Rafferty Subaru. And through the Subaru Love Promise, we prove we care by supporting charities like So Good Now. So Good Now helps kids in under-resourced areas by connecting them with student-athletes to serve as mentors. We remove barriers so athletes can help youth in the corners of our communities where light and love are needed most. When you choose Rafferty Subaru, you help organizations like So Good Now. It's all about you. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your social security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. With Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. What's up, everybody? Thanks for hanging with us. Hour number three of the show on this Wednesday. All right, so we we talked about this off the top, but just to revisit here, um, AP Awards, uh, at least the finalists, I should say, uh, have been uh, have been put out. So the NFL MVP, according to the AP, the, the finalists are there's five of them: Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Justin Jefferson, and Patrick Mahomes, I think, look, I'm, I'm glad Hertz is on the list. Don't get me wrong. Um, I think if there's one beef, it's probably Josh Allen. And some of this was based off of rep um, because he didn't have as good a year um, for sure as he did this year. Is there anybody else though? Is there anybody that, that they've omitted that should have been on the list for you guys? As far as the MVP goes, Mm. I'm trying to think no, like, I don't, I don't no. really have a, another one. I, I would have put on there. Um, I mean, mm. it, it really can't say anything because lack of quarterback production really took him out of it um, towards the end of uh, the season. But Tyreek Hill probably should have been made. Tyreek Hill has more yards than anybody else. Yeah. Yards per catch, all that stuff. You know, he should be in the conversation just from what he had to deal with as far as, a um a quarterback 
I think what hurts him is the fact that he didn't have as many touchdown catches. You know, when you yeah. think about the, the total yards, yards after the catch, I think he had, what, maybe five, six touchdown catches? Yeah, the, the, the total yeah. touchdowns hurt him. And, you know, and, and not, not this is not his fault, but he's at the mercy right. of a quarterback. And it yep, got exactly. to the point where it was Skylar Thompson. You know, that's yep. tough. It's really tough, man. He's, he He's that dude, man. And he really couldn't get um, the production. I mean, think about the production he could have had. And you know, what I'm saying with a quarterback's worth of salt. Yeah. Like, yeah. imagine him being in our offense. Yeah, and what he could do. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would say him. Uh, other than that, man, I mean, I can't think of anybody else who's worthy of mentioning. To be honest. Yeah, I, I, I agree. With you. All right, so let, let's hit the uh, some of the other offensive player of the year. It's Hurts, Jefferson, and Mahomes. They trimmed it down a little bit. Um, the defensive player of the year, Bosa, Chris Jones, Micah Parsons. We talked about it earlier. Hassan Reddick should be in that conversation uh, for sure with the with the amount of sacks, force fumbles, tackles, everything that he's done. Um, comeback player of the year, you could argue Brandon Graham should be in there with Saquon yes. Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, and Geno Smith. Thank you. Catch of the, uh, coach of the year uh, is Brian Dable. It's Doug yep. Peterson and it's Kyle Shanahan, the, the guy who had 14 wins. Nick Sirianni, not in that conversation. Um, the offensive rookie of the year, Brock Purdy, Kenneth Walker, Garrett Wilson from the Jets. Defensive player of the year, or rookie of the year is Sauce Gardner, Aiden Hutchinson, and Tariq Woolen. And then your assistant coaches are Ben Johnson, D'Amico Ryans, and Shane Steichen. So that's the that's your AP list. They're the finalists. And they <sighs> decide they the the announcement is made. When is the announcement made? I think isn't it made that that uh Super Bowl Thursday, Thursday oh. before the Super Bowl, I think. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um why can't, why can't Philly get no love, man? Why? I told you guys. It's, it's February 9th. It, it, I'm sorry. Fe- February 9th is when it'll be announced. So it's the week of the Super Bowl. Okay. Yep. Why, why, why can't Philly get love, B. Brooks? They haven't been, man. I mean, that's why That's why I keep telling people, keep that same energy. No one likes us, and we don't care. We care. But we're not going to let you know we care enough. So yeah. we're going to be pissed off about it. But, yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's definitely something that you, you see the pattern. And makes it so bad. Everybody else sees the pattern also. It's like every year. Yeah, everybody everybody sees where the, uh, you know, we're like the bastard son of the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what we are. Like, we're, we're never in line to be king. It's true. Because we're the bastard sons. You know, so, I, I you know, I, I, I'll, I'll say this. At this point, I don't give a damn. Just give us that trophy at the end of the year. Yeah. That's all I'm looking for right now because yeah. I'm telling you, man. I mean, I, I got madder and madder because I knew after we won that game the way we won and how convincingly we won, everybody's going to be on the bandwagon. Hmm. Everybody's going to be riding our job. No, uh-uh. no, 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 no. Don't do that. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Eagles, it started before even the 49ers beat, beat Dallas. I'm like, no, uh-uh. You know, what I'm saying for the, you know for for three weeks, all oh, you guys could barely beat the Giants team. Had their two and threes in, and you lost two games. Where's the momentum at? How you gonna do this? I'm like, just keep on. We're just waiting till we buy our time to get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, everybody keep that energy. 
You know what I'm saying? Because I know, um, you know, this won't happen, but I know I'm on uh, on Monday, if they lose, oh, everybody gonna be on me. I don't care because I, I that I'm still a firm believer that the, that the Eagles are still the best team in the NFL, not just the NFC, the best team in the NFL. All right, let's uh, let's dig into this one because we just don't know right now where this stands. But Charles Omenahue, who is the uh, the defensive lineman for the 49ers, was arrested uh, on yesterday on suspicion of misdemeanor domestic violence. Um, so, you know, we sit and wait, uh, I haven't seen anything come across, you know, and yeah. again, we're talking about a different times, you know, we're talking about three hours earlier in, in San Francisco, but I haven't seen anything from the Niners yet with any kind of announcement one way or the other, uh, hard to speculate on this. I don't know because here, here's why it's really hard to speculate. We don't know what the Niners know. No, you know, we don't. They, 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 we don't know what kind of due diligence they're doing, you know, and what, and what they've dug into and when they're vetting this situation. So it's impossible to know how they're going to react to this, if they suspend them, if they don't suspend them. I do believe this. Whatever they know, if it's serious, if, if it's as serious as what has sprinkled out, like every team in the league, they will do their best to cover it until after big games, and they'll then deal with it. But if it's something that they're worried that could leak out, that could be detrimental to the focus of the game at hand. Then they'll make an example of them. But outside of that, Football has always been a game where we we protect our own until the nth degree, mm-hmm. until we just can't protect them anymore. Yeah. So considering yeah. how it, he factors into their rotation, and they know what's at stake, I believe they're going to do their best to get him out there on that field. So the Niners' statement is, "quote We are aware of the matter involving Charles and Menahue, and we're in the process of gathering further information." The NFL right. statement is, "quote The matter will be reviewed under the league's personal conduct policy." There is no change to his status, so See, that was that was yesterday for for what it's worth. Yeah, I would expect him to play. Yeah, I, I, that that'll be reviewed. It may take a couple of weeks to get all the facts before you make mm-hmm. a definitive decision. No, by the way, a few weeks the Super Bowl will be over if they made it that far. Right, so they're gonna do right. everything they can to keep that dude on the field. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and every and that's not singling out the Niners. Every team does it. Sure, it's part of the game. I unfortunately, I, listen, I hear you. It, it very much is. I'm sure there's um, some stuff that could have got Barrett suspended. We don't know about. No, Barrett was in church the whole time. Didn't he? <laughs> what church? Bedside church? What I mean, church? I don't know. Churches, uh, fried chicken place. Churches is good actually. The only like churches, yeah, churches. The only two churches he might have been in was White Castle and Churches Chicken. That's it. Oh, you're muted. You muted. You muted, B. I dare you. My mom makes sure that I was in church all Thank the time. You. That's one thing she say. She her big thing is you know raise a child in the church. And the path won't depart from it. Well, my path has not departed from it. Well, what happened? Go. What, happened? I mean, what are you talking about? What happened? See, see how angry he got? That's what I'm talking about right there. You see how he, <laughs> he, he flipped the switch I'm sorry, real I'm sorry. quick? I'm sorry. <laughs> what do you mean what happened, Derek? See, no, no, that was fake. That's fake. I asked right every day for you and Trish to pray for me and give me kind words. When I do, back in my neck start burning. I don't know why, but... <laughs> Oh my God! This right. dude here, man. <laughs> you got you got the stream talking about repent. You know, come right, on, that's right. They're worried for you, man. Oh, See look that? at Cap Tony. He's not helping. Cap Tony's not helping. You're killing me, Tone. Now yeah. my mom says Barrett isn't even in church on Sunday. That's true. That is true. Uh-huh. You tell on yourself. That's right. Any Sunday you get a chance, where you go fishing? 
I don't know about any mobile. That does, I don't not mean, floating... that does not mean that I don't give God his time. I give God his time all the time. Go. I, don't, I don't know of any floating churches that, that are in the middle of the Atlantic. Do you? <laughs> yeah, good idea, actually. Do you know Do you know of any, Rob? <laughs> I don't know. He prayed to the fishing gods, maybe. Some, Lord, some people consider a maybe. casino a church of sorts. Uh, I've, but seen, there's some floating I've seen floating casinos, casinos yeah. Yes. You know. um, Aaron Rodgers. Sometimes you just got to be quiet, sit back. Sometimes you keep back. it moving. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers uh, is willing, is, this is so nice of him, is willing to rework his 2023 deal. He's scheduled to make $59.465 million. Woo! Uh, it would be a $31 million cap hit to trade him. So here's so nice. why he's doing this, guys. First of all, he's not going to take a penny less. When you hear restructure, don't think he's taking a, a cap, He's taking any less money. They'll figure out a way to work this where he's being paid for like the next 10 years and or he'll get some huge – it'll be converted into a bonus – that will allow him to be traded. This is his way of opening the door for a trade. That's what it is. Or, or he, Tom Brady's done it several times where he's taken uh, restructured deals, but that was to get better personnel in there to do what they need to do. Yeah, I would say if Aaron, and I don't believe him one bit, if he wanted to finish his career in Green Bay, and he, he and based on what he just had to go through this year, he understands the only way to get better talent in here is if you help us out because Green Bay is cash strapped right now. And the only way they're going to get any relief if the big money man takes it takes a restructured deal and free up some money, because even though you got those two young receivers that got a year of experience, you still need to bring in. You need to do what Miami did. You know, you get you need to find you a Christian Kirk. You know, Buffalo did it a few years ago, making the trade for Stephon Diggs. You know, uh, Miami went out and got Tyreek Hill. You know, you got to you, that's the moves you got to make. You can't just rely on these young guys. You got to get some proven commodities in there to give you one final chance at a swan song in your NFL career. And I think he might be at that stage as well. I'm not saying he's ruling out a trade possibility, but I'm saying he also understands that in order to win, you have to help us. Right. Yeah. Well said. I mean, I, and I, I, I think he knows at this point, you know, it's like, do you want to be here? Like you said, with limited resources, you know, being kind. Yeah. Or do yeah. you either want to be out of here or do you want to have a real shot to win while you're here? Yeah. One or the other. I mean, I plain and simple. I've been saying all along, I think he ends up in Vegas. Um, I think I'm sorry, I think he ends up in New York. I think Brady yes. ends up in Vegas. Okay. Um it, there's too many connections for Brady out there in the desert. And I just yep. think New York makes sense at this point in, in where they are in their journey. So I, I that's where where I think both end up happening. But you know, who knows? You know, we'll see. Uh, what ends up happening there? Tony Pollard, the Cowboy running back, who's a free agent, had tightrope surgery on his ankle. That's the procedure that I think Tua kind of made famous when he was at Alabama. Um, but he didn't have to have surgery on the broken leg. That'll heal on its own. I I, I guess that's good news. Right. Yeah, it's a short heal time. Yeah. Yeah. I hate to see him go down, man. He's such a good runner, man. I just love running backs are still my – even though they've been devalued, the running back position is still my favorite position in the game. And, you know, I love, I hate seeing that dude get hurt, man, because that changed, that completely changed Dallas's offensive attack against the 49ers because they were having success running the football against the Niners, you know, and, you know, hopefully he comes back sooner rather than later. The good news is he doesn't need surgery because that would have been, that would have expanded the, re- the healing process. Yeah. I wonder, like, if you're him, do you just sign a one year bet on yourself kind of deal? Hmm. Because you're heading into free agency here, do you do that and just go out and try and crush either Dallas somewhere else and then get paid? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what I you think, end up doing. If you're I think his body of work will generate a lot of interest 
from a business standpoint, before I even think about what you just said, <clears throat> I want to see what the general market thinks of me first financially. Right. Then I'll make that determination. If the numbers aren't there, then I may take that deal. Yeah, it's a tough call. It, it, it's The worst part is just the position, you know, the position that he plays. Like this wouldn't really matter much if he was a quarterback, you know, right. or a great receiver. I think you right. still get yours anyway. Running back, everything gets thrown at it. Well, you know, because it, it's such a, such a physical position. And, those you know, those guys usually don't last long in the league anyways. So when you look at the running back, when I, when I first got in the league, the running back position was the premier position. Yeah. That's when you had everybody, Ricky Waters. Uh, you had Eric Dickerson, you know, I mean, all these great, great running backs. Um, they were they were getting the, the big contracts, you know, back then, big contracts were like four million dollars a year. I remember Ricky was making four million dollars a year, and Charlie was yeah. pissed off, he wasn't making four million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. So, quarterbacks were only making about the same. So, um, it's just been such a change in NFL, but I see it starting to change back though. Mm-hmm. The yeah, running I mean, game starts to be vogue again, yeah, it has. It, it certainly has, for sure. I mean, you know, you look at a team like the Eagles and what they're able to do on Eagles. Ground. You got yeah. uh, Eagles. You got Giants. You've got uh, the uh, Niners. They're not Niners. Uh, Cleveland. Yep. Ravens. Yeah. Um, Green Bay Panthers. Yeah. Yep. Panthers. Green Bay. Yeah. There's so many teams that you know, and it's almost I have to because. These defenses are getting so good, man, and they're so fast, and they're small at linebackers now to, to compete with, uh, you know, covering tight ends and stuff like that and, and, and receivers, you know, that slot. So since they went to that, teams are starting to just, all right, we're going to get big offensive linemen and just blow you off the ball. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's, it's always <clears> – <throat> the game is always evolving and changing, man, always. You can't stay stagnant. You got to be, you know, being with the times, man. So mm-hmm. I think that's why – yeah, I think the running back position is going to start. Um, it's going to start changing and, and, and becoming a more run oriented team because they people don't practice that because they don't do that anymore. So it's almost a leg up when you when you're going in and playing against a team that mm-hmm. runs the, that doesn't run the ball because you can run on them and they they you know they just don't have the horses to stop you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well said. Well said. Uh, so we talked about this earlier. Mahomes is going to practice. They're they're going to try and do some things with him. You know, they're they're certainly not looking to, to aggravate anything or make anything worse. But they they, they get to try and see if he can get out there and move around even a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> going to be the big thing. So that's going to be one to keep your eye on, man. Like I, this is where I can't figure out if there's any kind of you know okay yeah, going sure. on here. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, man. Like, he looked like he could barely move. And right. I, I wonder, does Andy usually close practice? Yeah, like everybody else. You get a, you get an open window, media gets an open window, small open window. And when you get to the playoffs, that window shrinks a lot. Yeah. In terms of what you're able to see and what not able to see. Oh, yeah. Andy, Andy's not telling you everything. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. He never does. Yeah, that much the we fact, don't. The fact that it's only three days after he injured an anchor and, and, and he came out and said he's out, he's going to pray. He went through the walkthrough. That's a lot for Andy to, to admit. You know, I'm yep. shocked he said that much. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. true. So, yeah, your, uh, your boy keeps it. He keeps it, you know what I'm saying, tight. tight. Close to the best. The yes, yeah. man. Yeah. All right. So, here's the question I have, and I'm going to hit both of you guys with this. All right. Give me your surprise player in this game in this Eagles Niners game like who's the one who could who, who could have a big game that we're not 
necessarily focused on. Now, it doesn't have to be some <laughs> third-string guy off the bench, but who do you think it could be? What's the matter, Gunner? I was going to say Quez Watkins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why are you playing? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it half-jokingly, but it's a possibility. It's a definite possibility because he he he's exactly what the doctor ordered for beating that type of defense. Over His ability top, to yeah. outrun people over the top. Yeah. I don't ask him or if you ask him to come across the middle or run a slant route, Forget that's it. a guaranteed pick. Guaranteed. Because yeah, he ain't going there. He ain't going in there with no force, especially when he got Fred no. Warner sitting there. No. No. You, you he, not, he don't want his soul broken. He don't want his soul broken. No, no. <laughs> All right, so who? Uh, wow. It's going to have a great game. Wow. I mean, it has to be – to me, it has to be Hassan Reddick. He's a game changer. He can he can blow things up. No, no, he, no he said somebody, somebody would not think about I, it. All right, I'll give you mine. I think Marcus, Marcus Epps gets a pick in this game. Oh, wow. okay. Epsy. Ooh. Nice. Epsi with a pick. Wow. A lot of love for Quez in the uh in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about Jordan Davis getting a little love from Dion? Okay. Jordan Davis. Yeah. Yeah. Fumble recovery. Strip sack. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Wow. You know who's gonna have a big game? Hargraves. Ah. Hargraves like is gonna have, he's gonna have a great game because they're gonna allocate resources to stop Hassan Reddick on the outside. That's gonna leave him one on one. With a guard that's not that good, he could have a huge, huge. That's pretty game. good. That's a pretty good one, man. And he was he was relatively quiet. I you know I didn't notice him a ton in the Giants game. Right, right. This is this is hand pick for him, especially in the middle of this this defense. And like I said, we're gonna have to move. We're gonna have to move Brock off his spot. You're gonna have to move Brock off his spot. Right. So that makes sense. All right, Derek. How about you? Man, that's a tough one. I'm going to stick with Quez. Okay, that's pretty good. I'm, I'm sticking with Quez. I said it jokingly. Now I'm saying it seriously. I'm going to stick with Quez. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Rob, laugh if you want. No, no. Yes. Listen, <laughs> I, I, they, look, what he brings in terms of the speed element is something they need. Yep. It's not to say Devontae can't get deep. We know he can. But I'm I'm saying like that he's got that that blazing speed. You know, he's, they yeah, yeah. it felt like for a while they were force feeding him and now they're kind of afraid of him a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Doesn't it kind of feel that way? Be afraid, be very afraid. It feels that way a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good I, I don't yeah, listen, man. That's a uh that's a good one, actually. I think uh Quez could be that guy. And I'm uh, telling you he's gonna end up in the he's gonna end up in the um in, in the, the, the stack column, and everybody's laughing at me right now. They're saying that, but watch. Kayvon Wallace is going to be an X-Factor type of guy. Just letting you guys know. Do you, Kay- Barrett, do you like the way he's playing lately, or do you yes. think it's the way this game is going to set up? And both. Absolutely the way he's playing. He's been, I mean, he's been ta- he has some big plays even in that, um, in that Giants game. He has some big plays in that game, man. He has a big plays in the Saints game. He's been playing well, bro. I, I mean, I can't say anything bad about him. Kayvon Wallace, I got to give the same way I, I talked about him not letting a, a rookie come in and, and take his position. I'm also saying this, all right, they took a position, but I'll tell you what, they, they can't keep him off the field because the situation of football, when they go in their dime packages or nickel packages, 
he's on the field. Mm-hmm. They take out, they take out, you know what I'm saying? Um, they take out what's his name? The uh uh TJ Edwards and put him in there. And he's been tackling very, very well. And I can see him going out there. He's gonna be a man to man or 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 open field tackle against Christian. Can he make it happen? Come mm-hmm. on, man. All right. Come on, play on Christian. And we we may get Avante Maddox back. We don't know. He's there. He's going to attempt to practice this week, um, and I think they're going to see from there. But man, you get him back, you're look. You're almost full force here. I mean, you are full force. You know, you you can move CJGJ back to the safety spot. It'll be less Reed Blankenship. Not that Reed Blankenship has been necessarily bad, but you know that you would prefer that's an upgrade. So all of a sudden now you got your slot corner in there potentially. You got yep. your, your ZJ Gardner Johnson back at safety. You know, that, that's as good as it's going to get against this team. And you're going to need right. it because when you have Kittle and you have McCaffrey and you have Ayuk and you have Debo Samuel, you know, Juice can catch passes as well. There's a lot to be accounted for yeah. with this well, Niners look, team, yeah. which is a yeah. really good, diverse offense, man. Well, you look at, um, you know, Jamison Smith saying, Kobe. Rick Kobe, man. Well, come He's on, the man. <laughs> On, you know, he's, I'm not going to say anything though, like that he's doing this or that. But he surprised me, man, because I can remember last year sitting back like, oh, my God. They got they got Jalen Rager back there. What are we going to do? And we're holding our breath every single punt. Oh. At least I know he's going to go back there and he's going to feel the punt. And there's nothing like him being able to feel the punt that makes me think, you know, all right, he's doing his job. I don't hold my breath anymore. I used to be holding my breath with, with Jalen Rager, man. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it's the little things you do and you don't hear his name means you're doing a great job. You don't hear him making mistakes. So, you know, I, I'm with you. Wood. I'm with you. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I told you, I was so scarred from earlier in the year and last year that I was just happy with catching the ball. Right. <laughs> He's secure. I don't care if you fair catch. Just catch right. it, man. Look, look, GG Meta. Crash test Kobe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kobe, yeah. Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. I'll tell you Kobe, what, man. Kobe, 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 Kobe. Every day practice, I'm walking over to that dude. How many fingers are holding up, dude? Oh. How many fingers? <laughs> yeah. Well, look, the, here's the uh, – uh, let me throw one more thing in there. Uh, Brett Kern was better in the Giants game than he had been yeah, at the end of the regular yeah, season. Yeah. I think needed, what's the name was supposed to come back, too. Suppose, yeah. That, I, I don't think – I think we're seeing – unless Kern's a disaster in the in the chan- in this game, and if the Eagles advance and he doesn't punt well, I think then you might see Sippos in the Super Bowl. But I think as yeah, of right now, yeah, they'd rather just yeah. ride the, the current, you know, thing out. I hope not, man. I'll tell you what, that dude, I still can't get out of my mind. That dude, it's a 26-yard punt, man. I can't get that out of my mind. Oh, man. I you can't. know what? Hey, I got to share this with you, man. This, this is the funniest thing I've seen in a long time, man. This is just a post. I'm looking at Charlie Mack. You guys know Charlie Mack? Charlie Mack's like a big producer-type guy. You know, he yeah. represents players, you know. Yeah. You did uh Will, you know, he he one got Will on fresh pence and all that stuff. Right. Well, he puts in a breaking news. Cowboys quarterback, Dak Prescott, and girlfriend, Natalie Buffett, break up after two years. And guess what he puts? She realized the ring was never coming. Oh, <laughs> oh! oh man. That is cold. I like that, man. I, I, I saw it. I had, to, I had, to, you know, I had to say it, man. Oh my god, man! Oh. It's wrong for that, man. Yeah, that, wrong that's rough. That. Yeah, wow. it's rough, but it's beautiful. 
Yeah. Yeah. Jalen Hurts wasn't born, you know, when the Cowboys last won a Super right. Bowl or, or, or won an national <laughs> championship game. Like, I can't get enough of that stuff. It's just, it's, it's never ending. It's perfect. Just keep feeding it to me. Uh, hey, here's right. one for you, Ralph. Uh, yeah. Andy Reid, Miko Hartman's in a good place. Now, I don't know what that means, but I tell you what, if he's on the field, that's huge for that offense. As good as They're that right. offense is, if Miko Hartman is back on the field, because he's the, he's their burner, he's their speed. If he's back on the field, I tell you what, Mahomes don't have to bounce around as much with that dude on the field, man. Yeah. He's going to get that ball out quick, you know, whether it's Juju, whether it's uh, Scanling. If Miko's out there with Kelsey and those guys, yeah, they're in a good place. He's a good one who um, has just this year in general, who's been so impressive for them. Kid Pacheco, man, the, the running back. Yes. yes. He is tough. He's that good. And he's, and he's not that big. I know. He's wow. good. He is. He's yeah. a fine. He's a gem. You know, he really is. Wow. Um, but it was a nice, nice, nice job by the, uh, by the Chiefs picking him up or drafting him. Uh, for sure. All right. We will step aside when we come back. Uh, we oh, will continue man. with the Eagles discussion. Uh, <laughs> LeBron James son uh, making some news. Uh, Rory McIlroy in a little feud with another golfer. So we'll dig into all those kind of things. Got some birthdays for you as well. Don't go anywhere. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Right back. My name is uh, Fran Soleno. I'm a managing director here at DelVal Insurance Group. Been in the business for over 36 years, saving people money on their insurance needs. Give us a call. Let us help you custom design an insurance plan that meets both your needs and budget. Since 1977, it's always been about you, the community at Rafferty Subaru. And through the Subaru Love Promise, we prove we care by supporting charities like So Good Now. So Good Now helps kids in under-resourced areas by connecting them with student-athletes to serve as mentors. We remove barriers so athletes can help youth in the corners of our communities where light and love are needed most. When you choose Rafferty Subaru, you help organizations like So Good Now. It's all about you at Rafferty Subaru. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. 
Show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. Yes, we are. Final segment of the program. We are Sports Take Jacob for YouTube Network. Hanging out with you on this Wednesday. All right. LeBron James' son, Bronny. Bronny James uh, has been named a McDonald's All-American, and he's narrowed his choices of college down to three teams, USC, Ohio State, and Oregon. Um, you know, USC, he lives in Los Angeles. Ohio State, they're, you know, the James family is from Ohio originally. I don't know quite what the, what the tie is with uh, Oregon. Maybe just liked the coach, maybe liked the, the program, liked the uh, campus. I hear it's an amazing campus. I've never been there. Um, Brian, Barry, you've been there, right? It's, is it unbelievable? It's, it's amazing, that campus, yeah. you know, because, you know, Phil Knight. Phil yeah. Knight's the, the biggest booster for them. That's where they came with all these new uniforms, stuff like this, through Nike. His son died. Uh, Phil Knight's son died in, in the, like the, the, the athletic place where they work out and all that. Man, it's it's unbelievable hmm. like it, it looks better than all the pro teams and basketball teams football teams all together man it looks it looks unreal how the facilities are in um in oregon hmm. yeah I, I was just thinking about this the other day when i was reading some of this stuff uh you know regarding him you know it, it's got to be really hard to carry that last name you know in general but but it's got to be doubly hard when you think about the fact that like your dad's still playing in the NBA. Like there's a chance that if his college career goes well enough, and I think this is what LeBron's ultimate goal is, is for those two to play together. Like, I mean, what are the odds of that? Number one. Um, And number two, just you're constantly being compared. Like you really have to have a great mindset if you're him and you really got to be able to handle any kind of criticism, any kind of you're only here for your dad. Like he, that kid's really got to be together, you know, as much as he's had a great life from a basketball comparison standpoint, that's got to be challenging for sure. This is crazy, bro. I mean, like the amount of like even starting with my son, you know, I'm not, not, not me going to start with my son. I'm talking about my brothers. Okay. Like in high school, you know, when I get to high school and the way I'm playing and my middle brother's two years younger than me. So by the time he got to high school, everybody's expecting him to be like me. Right. And it wasn't like, you know, they, I had to put the pressure on But like my senior year, my next brother, you know what I'm saying, who's two years younger than my middle brother, yeah, really had a lot of pressure on it because of what I had done, you know, what, you know, me playing ball and I was in yeah. college now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was really tough for him because he was the, you know, the third in line of two Brooks boys I already went through. Hmm. So did they, as, did they handle it well? I mean, how oh, did yeah. they, they, oh, get yeah. It? Yeah. They handled it very well. You know what I'm saying? Um, like you know, my you know my my youngest brother, you know, he was more of a track guy. You know what I'm saying? He he was a real good, really really good track guy. You know, he ran hurdles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So long story long, I forward this to the end of my NFL career, and then my son, both of my sons being born, mm-hmm. and like my my oldest son, he played he played at Raytown, I think Raytown South, where um, Alden Smith played. 
Okay. Alden Smith was a great pass rusher. Yeah. He played the same position as my son. So my son, the sophomore year, he's like, you know what? I ain't beat for that. I'm into, I'm, I'm going to be an engineer. So he's a sound engineer now. But, right. you know, he's like, you know, I'm going to go with the grades. So he went to school for grades and, and you know, did that. My, my youngest son was like, man, I'm a wrestler. I ain't even trying to play. He played football. Only reason my son played football because his friends played and that was it. Sure. I didn't put any expectations on him, but it would be tough, you know, saying, all right, look at your dad. You know, he won a Super Bowl, played 12 years, you know. But, did Barrett, did you make it a point to, A, never pressure him to play or or whatever? Absolutely. B, just lay low at games and stuff because everybody's probably looking for you to do something. Like, how how hard was that part of it, too? When it was, was really hard for me because I didn't want to lay low, but I did lay low, yeah. except for effort. Now, yeah. effort, I didn't play. You know, you go work. You go, if you're doing something, you're going to do it to the best of your ability. Right. You're not going to be, you know, playing around. Mm -hmm. But as far as, you know, technique and stuff like that, I mean, I would talk to him. But if I see him, like, you know, slacking, yeah, well, I'm on his butt. Hey, you, yeah. you boy, you better. But right. other than that, I was like, you know, because I, I try to stay out of the I got you out of the picture for the most part. I got Some, you. Sometimes a child cannot handle living up to a father's legacy. It's plain and simple, you know. Yeah. Yep. You look at Michael Jordan's son, you know, they never became what he was. And, and there are a lot of kids that shy away from playing sports competitively at the collegiate level altogether because they don't want that additional pressure. They don't want that additional attention. I mean, that's right. Especially, you know, it's one thing to have a father uh, who played pro professionally, but then to have one to play at a Hall of Fame level. A lot of kids, man, especially kids nowadays, they, they don't handle that kind of pressure well, you know. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah, well said. Can you be that? Can you imagine that? Yeah. Huh? Can you imagine that, bro? I don't know. Yeah. You know, your, your dad's LeBron James, Michael That's Jordan, tough. Joe Montana, Make Dan it. Marino. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine being Rob Ellis's son? <laughs> I know, man. God, the guy with the gift of gab. Poor you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's a price to pay. He could man. talk his way out of anything. Rob could talk his way out of anything, man. Poor kid. Poor kid. <laughs> uh, I want to be this? like Rob when I grow up. Me sure too. you do. <laughs> this is uh, this is pretty cool. If Jason, Kel if the Eagles and the Chiefs both advance, Jason and Travis will be the first brothers to take on each other in a Super Bowl. First brothers that would be awesome. against each other. Players, yeah. Players. Isn't that amazing? It won't be coaches, but players, yes. Yeah, we had John and Jim Harbaugh coaching yeah, each other, yeah. but playing playing against one another, man. That that's uh, like, what do you do, man? I don't even know how you react. I guess you just root for offense every time if you're the parents. What about you want the I Eagles' offense to. to score and the Chiefs' offense to score? You got to. The Matthews never played. No, not not in the no. Super Bowl. No, no, no. Case. I don't think Casey Matthews ever got the one. I I, I don't think. Um, but no. It's the first time in the history of the NFL that that's happened. Mm. That's that that would be awesome. I mean, they have a very successful podcast together, you know, so you know they're very close. They're always attending each other's games when they can. Yeah. You know, uh, that would be awesome, dude. Have on the how, same field. But how polar opposites they are. You got a mountain man and one guy, and you got GQ Smooth and other guys. <laughs> yeah, they are yeah, different in that yeah, sense. They are yeah, just man. totally Tra different Yeah. Now. Travis is all tight. Everything's everything's right. Right, right, right. You know? Jason's just like, dude, I'm I'm here, man. Like I'm in jeans and flip flops and whatever. I don't care. 
Let's go. He's gonna roll up and cut off cut uh, off yeah. jeans. Yeah. yeah, they are. You're right. They are totally different. A flannel uh, with cut off arms off. Yeah, their uh, their podcast. It's called I think the Heights. I think it's called because they're both from Cleveland Heights. Is very funny, man. Like they oh, yeah. they get on each other. Yeah. They are not afraid to get after it. Like they're not. They're not tiptoeing around one another. They are like two brothers, the, the, the way they go right, at it. It's right, pretty good. Right, right, it's pretty right. good if you get a chance to check it out. Uh, mm. Pretty funny. Um, all right, so this is a, this is an interesting one. Um, I, I, two, two weird, weird you know, stories here. So Rory McIlroy and Patrick Reed are two golfers. Rory's been very outspoken, anti-live uh, golf, you know, that breakaway league from the PGA. Yep. And Patrick yep. Reed is, is part of live. So uh, McElroy was on the driving range Tuesday at the Dubai Desert Classic. Patrick Reed approached him and, you know, wanted to sort of settle things, I guess. And Rory basically said, nah, dude, I'm not shaking your hand. I don't want to be your buddy. You know, you know, hit the bricks. Wow. And, yeah. And apparently at some point, either before or after, Patrick Reed flicked a T at him. Uh, what? Ooh. Yeah. So the part of this is like the backstory with these two guys. Um, so Patrick Reed, who is very litigious, he's not afraid to sue. He sued quite a few people, sued McElroy for for uh, I think it was slander or, or, or something like that. Defamation of character. Defamation of character. That's what it was. Sorry. Mm. Uh, so I guess when he was speaking out about the guys and live, I guess that's what it would stem from. But. Yeah, these two go way back, and they don't like each other. And I think McElroy tried to squash, or uh, Reed tried to squash it, and McElroy was like, "I'm not having any of it. Like, it's not happening." So, see, I tell him, drop, drop the lawsuit. We'll talk. Yeah, he, you, he you actually filed it. Listen to this. He filed oh. it in December, and they they delivered the papers to McElroy's house on Christmas Eve as he was with his oh. family. <laughs> oh, heck no! Yes. Wow! Oh no! 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 <laughs> yes. Yeah, you want you wonder why McElroy was like, okay, dude, no shot that we're having this conversation. So, yeah, wow, that's pretty cold, right? You dropping that wow. on Christmas Eve at the guy's house, yeah. So, uh, wow. Hey, here's one. one for, here's one for yeah. you, Rob. Um, yeah. Nick Wagner from ESPN Bay Area just put out uh, 49ers D lineman Charles Amenahue will stay with the team and be available as long as he's healthy. As the legal process plays out, according to Coach Kyle Shanahan, see, I'm not, I'm not surprised. Yep, you know, yep. innocent until proven guilty, and yep. you know his guilt may not be proved until mid-February. Oh, by the way, the season's over by then. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised one bit either. All right, this one on a little bit more serious note here. Mike Clevenger, who was a a pitcher for the uh, previously for the Padres, but he, he signed a deal with the White Sox in the off season. Uh, he's being investigated from allegations made by a woman who is apparently the mother of one of his children that he physically and emotionally abused her and the children. Um, she, they, they name, I'm not going to name her name, but they, she, her name, her name came out in, that, in uh, an article by the athletic. Uh, she's gone on Instagram to talk about it as well. This investigation began last summer when he was still with the Padres, according to the athletic uh, in, in the, the, the accusations Clevenger, according to this, the, the, the woman, uh, several acts of domestic violence and child abuse, including throwing a chew spit on a screaming infant child and then oh. strangling her. Strangling so, the child or the woman? The woman. Oh. Uh, yeah. The, the latter accusation, the strangling part of it, was posted with a series of photos that alleged uh, to be the result of violent acts committed by Clevenger. Uh, 
you know, et cetera. Now, Clevenger, according to, uh, from his attorney, says, quote, Mike emphatically denies the accu accusations made by this person. He has never harmed this person or his daughter. Uh, will not comment on her motive for bringing up false accusations. Her baseless threats and accusations over the past few months have regrettably escalated, culminating most recently in deeply disturbing threats towards Mike and his family. Her threats and pattern of abusive behavior are well documented. The simple truth is that Mike has done nothing wrong. He's a loving and caring father. Uh, we've advised Mike to, not to comment. Anyway, so that's kind of where things are with that. Who, who knows? I, I don't know. This like, like I say with all this stuff, I don't know what's going on. Right. Those two know what's yeah. going on. Yeah. So, yeah. Scary. Anyway, if, that, if this mm. stuff's real, this is frightening. I hope this dude never pitches again. Let me put it to you that way. But I don't know exactly. what's, what, what the heck's happening there. So, anyway. Jeez. Yep. Yeah. So, that's the uh, the world we live in, unfortunately. That's kind of where things are. All right. Let's, uh, we'll get back to Eagles in a second. Let's break it up with some birthdays here. Uh, decent amount. Decent amount. I wouldn't, I don't know if I go A listers uh, for some of these birthdays, but not bad either. Um, Alicia Keys, unbelievable singer. Yeah, hey, uh, Lister. Yeah, she's yep. strong. Forty-two years old strong, today. Strong. Yep. Uh, Alicia Keys. You know, I, was she? Did she do the halftime? Not was it last year or the year before? Yep. Last was year. it last year? Yeah, well, she was a part of it, wasn't she? Or no, was she that was that was uh that was the Eminem Dr. Dre halftime show. Yeah, I think she was still in it though. Well, she yeah, she either that or to she what did degree? the year. She like she was performing. Let me see. No, you had Mary J. Blige. You had Eminem. Oh, that was Mary J. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know why I think that. Maybe she did something else. I don't know where I'm getting that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I, I maybe it was two Super Bowls ago. Yeah, it was two yeah, Super yeah, Bowls ago. Yeah. Anyway, mm. all right. Uh, she's 42. Uh, Volodymyr uh, Zelensky, who was the president of the Ukraine, uh, who was. Oof, man, what, what a what a last six months for for him. Um, right. He is forty five years old today, dude. Not, uh, uh, not 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 to cut you off, but yeah. have have you read on his history? He, he was a comedian at one point, a lawyer, owned a production company, yeah. comedian, screenwriter, director, producer. Wow! And now he's the president of a country. <laughs> I know. I, I don't know how you make those leaps, man. That's. I, Hey, honey, I'm know. thinking about a career change. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah a little bit. I'm going to now become the president of a country, huh? Yeah, quit playing. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you have a guy that's a, he's a mogul. Um, he does TV shows one time, you know. It's unbelievable. He's going to fire you. Actually, sudden, you're right. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> we have seen this before. Yeah, right. He wants to fire you. Yeah. Then he turns around, he's hanging out with A-listers, uh, a and all of a sudden he's the president of a country. Yeah, maybe we have seen it. You're right. Uh, Virginia Woolf, the author, uh, was born on this day, 1882. Uh, one of the greatest voices you will ever hear, uh, we have ever heard, is Etta James. She was born on this day in 1938, wow. uh, was Etta James. Yep. Uh, speaking of great voices, Annie Lennox from Eurythmics uh, was born. Oh, get uh, out. Yeah, she's, Sweet yeah, dreams. Phenomenal, man. She's phenomenal. One of the greatest. One yeah, of she's the awesome. greatest. Yeah, you know the song. The song that she sang "Into the West." She won an Academy Award from the uh, I think it was Lord of the Rings: Return of the Kings. You're right. She won an Academy Award for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she did. Yeah, no, you're right about that. She's she's she, still she's unbelievable, amazing to this day. I yeah. love her voice, a deep voice. Oh, um, Steve Prefontaine. We talked about the University of Oregon a minute ago. It's his oh, birth. My he, he was born on this day in 1951. He would have had he unfortunately died in a car accident at a very young age. 
he would have been an Olympic champion. He was an unbelievable cross-country runner and distance runner. Unbelievable. Uh, there's actually a couple good movies on him if you ever get a chance to check it out. They're both pretty well done. And I think uh, he finished uh, fourth. The one, the one, one Olympics. Of, yep. Of a bronze. Yep. Yeah, in 72, <laughs> when he was like yep. 19 or something like yep. that. Yeah, yep. he, was, he was a kid. Uh, the Hockey Talk Man is 70 years old today. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wrestling great. Patrick Willis, great linebacker from the Niners. Talk about Niners linebackers. He was man, he just was, retired. Ooh. He was nasty. Walked away from yep. the game. Yep, 38 years old now. Uh, he's been out for a little bit. Uh, you know, Dak, Dak, I want to give a little love. You're right, since we're doing birthdays. Yesterday was our friend, uh, rest in peace, Jeremiah Butler's birthday. He would have been 40. Mm. So we, we unfortunately mm. lost Jeremiah at uh, right around Christmas. He was a great uh, fan of the show and, and the chat section. Um, uh, Chris Chelios, the hockey player, is 60, was, is 61 the today. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> it was the Chris Chelios music. New phone, man. I don't know how to work it. Uh, <laughs> uh, long time Tiger great uh, announcer, Hall of Fame voice, and Hall of Fame announcer Ernie Harwell was born on this yep. day in 1918. Yep. You should do, do yourself a favor, listen to him. Uh, just a couple at bats, man. That guy yeah. was smooth. Yeah, phenomenal. Uh, so that's all I got birthdays. What else do we have here, fellas? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Virginia Watch Woolf, up. the great author, died in 1941. Yep. Uh, Danny Woodhead, former NFL running back, 38. Yep. Uh, Cor- Corazon Aqu- Aquino, first woman president of the Philippines. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, she died in uh, 2009. Uh, Diana Highland uh, from the the, the oh, Diana Highland was in the original Twilight Zone with Ross Sterling that series when he had it back in the sixties. Oh yeah, she was in that. Okay. Uh, Christine Larkin uh, from the show uh, Step by Step. If you remember that show, Step she's forty three. Uh, Jennifer Lewis. Uh, she's always played these roles like the mom in all these movies. She was in uh, What's Love Got to Do with It and Poetic Justice. She's from the crib. She's from St. Louis and she's from my uh my hometown. Is she? My, um, oh, my whole city oh. of uh Kenlock. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um Gregory Sierra. Now people are like who? That dude was you talk about a great comedian, played in uh Barney Miller, and uh, he was also in Sanford and Son as uh the next door neighbor Julio. He was Julio. he was good. He was good in everything yeah. he did, that guy. The, one was the, goat, the goat. Yeah. Yeah, he oh, had to go. He yeah. used to drive Fred nuts. Fred <laughs> hated every one of Lamont's friends, by the way. He wow. hated Rollo, right? Yeah, he, he hated, hated Rollo. It didn't matter who Lamont brought over. Fred was going to bust balls every single time. I can't believe uh, he died. unfortunately died in 2021. He was 83 when he passed. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, Lou Groza, the, the former Cleveland the Brown kicker. Lou yeah. the toe Groza. Yeah. Uh, here's one right up uh, Barrett's alley. Buddy Baker, stock car driver. Won 19 career races, including the 1980 Daytona 500. Buddy Baker, Baker sounds like a stock car. Yeah, but, but it's Bubba yeah. Baker. Oh, Bubba Baker. They called him. They called him Leadfoot. Won 19 <laughs> races. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Uh, and who's the other one I had here? Whatever. Uh, Michael Trevino from the uh, Vampire Diaries. 38 years old. Hmm. Um, and that's it. It's like 17. Wow. You got any movies? I didn't like. I it. got. I got, I got a couple. Oh, Gary, you got some birthdays. Got, yeah, I got, got extra. I got. I got guys. You know that with Philly ties too, but uh, I'm, I'm gonna start with the other ones first. Uh, Mark Slareth, he turned 57. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Okay. Um, Stink. Uh, they call him. Yeah, yeah. Carl Eller, 
from the Vikings. The great, Vikings. The great Carl Allen. Yeah. Excellent yeah. player. 81 years old. Yep. Uh, Mark Duper, Super Duper. Super Duper. 64. From Miami Dolphins. Mark Duper and Mark Clayton were a nasty duo. Nasty, nasty. Yep. And then uh, all these guys I'm going to talk about next have Philly ties. Brent Selleck. Oh, Brent Selleck's Brent birthday. Selleck. 38. Right. He turned 38 today. Love Iron him. Man. Yep. Jalen Strong turned 29. Wes Catholic. Oh, wow. Jalen Strong, yes. Played for the uh, Texans a couple yep, of times. Arizona State. Yeah. You never played for him, but got that got those uh, weed charges. You know, now, if he got arrested now, I mean, it wouldn't have been nothing. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He's got pot for weed. Okay. So, he, you know, he's from West Catholic. So, and then okay. um, uh, Preston Elliott from uh, from 93.3. Oh, WMMR. Okay. 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 Preston Elliott. Yeah. So. Yeah, those those guys have had an amazing run. Yeah, uh, yes. that, that's good. All right, good, good names. Uh, I I don't have any movies, right? You guys have any movies? Nope. Um, what did uh, I have? Let me see here. Uh, where's that list? Um, the movie Polar is an excellent movie. You got to see the movie Polar. It's on Netflix, I believe. It came out in 2019. About okay. this former um, former like CIA agent who's trying to retire, and people bring him back into the fold, and it gets. It's pretty. It's pretty uh, intense movie. Polar, P O L A R, like polar bear. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. That's a pretty good movie. Uh, Rambo, two thousand eight, came out. Wow. Um, yeah, and then Hansel and Gretel, the Witch Hunters, came out in two thousand thirteen. I okay. like that movie also. I watched that one. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. yep. So I found three. All right. Good. 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 Uh, Mahomes spoke actually uh, today. Okay. So, instead, just getting this thing yeah, as we're as we're kind of going here, but. Uh, was asked, you know, what's going on? He said, quote, AFC Championship Week, ready to go. That's what okay. he gave you. He, said, okay. he was asked about his ankle. He said, it's doing good. I've done a few days of treatment, a few days of rehab. Excited to get back on the practice field, kind of test it out, see where I'm at, but it's feeling good so far. I felt better than I thought it was going to after the game. Uh, moving on, moving on it during the game definitely hurt, but after the game, I was able to rest, kind of ice it up a little bit, do some different stuff. I felt it a little bit. Uh, I felt a little bit better in the locker room. Um, you know, better position to to get after it the the next day, et cetera, et cetera. So basically, he's saying I, I'm I'll be okay. I look. I believe if they can possibly hobble them out there, they're going to hobble them out there <clears throat> at any cost. Yeah, you know, but looking you're, at what this, you're gonna have to do is get it out quick and protect. Yeah, I'm looking at this uh, piece of video from Michelle Steele from ESPN on Twitter. Uh, she shows uh, Mahomes, you know, bounce, bouncing off the podium like nothing. You know, but then again, walking off a podium stage is nothing like trying to cut them guys all over your feet. So yeah, there are uh, three hundred fifty pound guys tackling him at the podium. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, interesting there. Hmm. Yeah, look, here here's the thing. I I don't really care who wins the AFC. Frankly, either team, I I I really don't. I have any whatever. Um, I like to see the best players play. I don't I I don't I don't I don't cheer for injuries on anybody. I really don't. No. Uh, but I want to see the best players play. I want to see Mahomes go against Burrow. I want to right. see the, I want to see the big boys. I want to see the best of the best. That, that's where I'm at. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, since I, I want to see Big Red win for obvious reasons, you know. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I love to see him get back in the big show again, and you know, see what happens. You know. Well, and, and selfishly, Gunner, from a from a host standpoint. Yeah. An Eagles Chiefs Super Bowl. Oh my goodness! It would be nothing short of unbelievable. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? With all the, all the oh Andy guys and everything else, it would be craziness. Yeah. Wow, you're right. You you put you 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 could have said it any better. You're right. What was, a storyline uh, that would be for two weeks. Right. Right. Was uh was his name on the staff also one time at one time? 
Who? Nick. Was Nick on his staff one time? On Reeves' staff? Was Nick with the Kansas City when Andy was there? I think he might have been there one year. <sighs> you, you might be right. Uh, I'm trying I'm to. I'm not mistaken. I might be mistaken, but we'll see. All right, let me see. I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at where he was at. All right, so he was in Kansas City. Uh, he, I think he's before Andy. So he was there before from 09 to 12. Yeah, I think Reed got there in 13. I was think he was just ahead of him. Missed him by a year, okay. <clears throat> he missed him by a year. So he went from that, – that's actually his first um, NFL gig. He was offensive quality control coach in nine, assistant mm. quarterbacks coach in 10, offensive quality control coach in 11 – and then receivers coach in 12. And then he goes to Can- to San Diego, offensive quality control coach, quarterbacks coach, wide receiver coach. Then he becomes offensive coordinator in Indy in 2018. Yeah, the rest is history. So he just missed Andy there. But they have uh, Brett Veach, who's a former Eagles front office executive, is the GM there. Yep. Um, Greg, I think Greg Lewis is still on the staff. Yep, Greg Lewis. Yeah, he is. He's still there. Um, yep. You know, there, uh, there's a bunch of other guys with, with still with Philadelphia ties. Yeah. Um, yep. Oh, what's his name's back there too? Um, Matt Nagy went back to Kansas City after uh, he yeah. fired in Chicago. Yep. You're right. So he he was here with Andy. So yeah, there's a there are there's a million ties. I mean, there's a million ties there. Rick Barkholder, who was the head trainer here in Philadelphia, yeah, is there. That's my we guy. Talked about yesterday. Yeah, Gunner, you talked about him yesterday. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, man, it's uh, it's it's gonna be fun. It is gonna be fun. Listen, we keep it rolling. We, we the train is moving fast on the track, okay, and we, there is no slowing down. This is an Excella. Boom. Not, so not fast enough for you. It's only Wednesday. <sighs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I'll pace myself. I'll be all right. I'll get through it. I told you, um, man, get that list together, man. I know. I know. I'll do some stuff. I'll do some like as soon as I get off the show, I got like twelve things to do. Yeah, I know. I I, I do too. Actually, I'm just uh, a procrastinator. Uh, you know, when it comes to some of that stuff, but we'll, I'll get it done. Uh, all right. So tomorrow we keep it rolling. Uh, we are all, we are all back at the same time, uh, twelve to three Eastern. We keep it rolling. I want to thank Xander Krause for producing the program. I want to thank all of you in the chat section, all of you streaming, all of you listening. And again, tomorrow uh, we'll we'll dig even deeper. We're going to give you every angle that we could possibly give you. Uh, when it comes to this Eagles and 49ers matchup, obviously giving enough touches to the AFC get matchup as well with the uh, with the Chiefs and the Bengals also because if the Eagles win, they're playing one of those two teams. So we'll talk about it. That's for sure. All right, don't go anywhere. You get the National Football Show with Dan Cilio. He is coming up, and we're back tomorrow at the same time. So we appreciate everybody hanging with us. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube channel. See you tomorrow, same time. My name is uh, Fran Salerno. I'm a managing director here at DelVal Insurance Group. Been in the business for over 36 years, saving people money on their insurance needs. Give us a call. Let us help you custom design an insurance plan that meets both your needs and budget.
Since 1977, it's always been about you, the community, at Rafferty Subaru. And through the Subaru Love Promise, we prove we care by supporting charities like So Good Now. So Good Now helps kids in under-resourced areas by connecting them with student-athletes to serve as mentors. We remove barriers so athletes can help youth in the corners of our communities where light and love are needed most. When you choose Rafferty Subaru, you help organizations like So Good Now. It's all about you at Rafferty Subaru. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager, only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.